Sports, the podcast that lets you know the general area where facts can be found. Just search around here in this in this radius. Hello, sports fans. <laughs> it sounds like I'm just saying fans of the podcast. And if this is your first time listening to this podcast, you're very confused. But true yachties will know. That's a shout out to Captain Lee. God, I'm so into Below Deck. It's all I've done since we last spoke. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark, but starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. He's Travis. What's up? She's Christina. Hello. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Christina, and also Travis. I am Amy from Atlanta, and I'm calling for an advice, which is that, okay, so I got into grad school, a fully funded grad program for the fall, but I'm not going to be working over the summer, like, at all. Um, This is the first time in my adult life that I've not been working at all. So I'm just looking for suggestions on how to fill this time and not go crazy. I know, Katie, you have some experience in this department. Let me know if you can help. Love you, mean it. Amy, love you, mean it. Let me just say that if childhood us could hear that a problem we have in adulthood is we have a free summer and we're like, what do I do without work? We would, I think, probably punch ourselves in the kneecaps. That's It's, it's absolutely <laughs> true, but it's so wild that I hear this voicemail and I'm like, oh my God, I am made to answer this. And as I'm listening to it back now a second time, I'm like, Travis must be like, what are they talking about? You have all summer and you don't have to work. This is the best time of your life. So I just want to say both viewpoints will be represented here. Uh, also, before we answer this question, I love Amy because she did something very helpful to me. I know a lot of you guys get nervous when you leave voicemails and you have, you know, you've, I've seen people say before that they would write in if they could and yada, yada. If I can help with one of those issues, Amy called back after leaving this voicemail and left another just confirming her pronouns were she and her. And that's just, you know, to make us so that I don't screw up. Because I'm trying my best not to, but I'm gonna sometimes. You guys have been so good at making sure I don't. And I just really appreciated that. So that's a piece of advice if anybody is nervous for calling in for that reason. This is the podcast for you. We want you here. Call and leave as many voicemails as you need to. We're on your team. If it makes the callers feel better, I mess up their names when it's right in front of me. I was so going like... to say that too. Another apology <laughs> is that we do often mess these names up and it's because I trust the Google voice transcriptions too much where I'm like, well, says that that's what their name is. So I have to say it instead of using so my ears. You can screw up too. It's allowed here. Yeah. Yeah. So just always, you know, we're here for you. I just want that to be perfectly clear. I don't want anyone feeling uncomfortable about this podcast, and we try our best to make sure that's not the case. To answer Amy's question, uh, I, I could give you a bunch of things I've done. I Number one, you can watch Below Deck. If you don't feel like going outside <laughs> and you need a show, uh, I could say it is the number one show in this apartment for not going outside and needing a show. I'm already on season seven, I think. Jesus. I've, I'm very familiar. You just with, started. Yeah, I did. I did just start. And now here's the thing. I, uh, I didn't do anything this weekend. Clearly. if you if you pay enough attention to a show you can pretend it's your life you know and sort of live vicariously and so Mm -hmm. i am kate that's the the attitude i adopted this weekend uh i'm the chief stew uh and that's it just is what it is but then again it's summer um and so probably they should do outside activities right so like what 
do people do outside tournaments? Concerts. <laughs> Concerts. Ooh, those should be back, right? Yeah, those, they are, those back. are Those are happening again. Amy, number one activity I could recommend is get vaccinated. Uh, if that's something mm-hmm. you're comfortable doing, I would go get vaccinated because that's going to take away a lot of uh, any of the stress. Travel somewhere that you can and want to again. You don't have to go nuts. Sometimes I hear the word travel and my executive dysfunction flares up and I'm like, that sounds like too many steps of planning that I need to execute. But to start small. Go for a drive somewhere. Uh, to, uh, take up a hobby. These are really just my keys for uh, things I've been trying to do in the pandemic. <laughs> I don't know how old Amy is, but like a kickball league. Oh, yeah. Sports league if you're coordinated, athletic, or or neither of the above, but really friendly. Yeah, I would say, so Amy, are you living in Atlanta or are you from Atlanta? I would say so she's living in Atlanta, right? There's got to be I, I a lot so. of stuff you can so. do in and around the Atlanta like, area. Ponce District is really nice. Well, yeah, especially now that life is opening up again. And if you're comfortable and want to be vaccinated, that's a great thing to do. Um, and yeah, I mean, Katie, to your point, one of the biggest things that I loved doing all last summer was just driving around and finding things in the area, like a cool park I wanted to, I don't know, bike ride through, or maybe you stumble across like a flea market or something that you want to do that you wouldn't normally have found if you didn't take the time to explore the area. Yeah, I, I got into, oh, I thought, cause the Google translates as I got into town. So I was like, maybe they just moved, but no. She, That's she, why I was rereading yeah, and I was like, did they just move to it? Here's the thing, the Google transcript <laughs> is never right. And I don't know why I don't ever just fix it, but it just seems like too much work. And so I copy and I paste it. Uh, yeah, I think read books. Books are cool again. Mm-hmm. You know, I just got back into reading. It sounds like I should have been doing that for a while. But yeah, what'd you say, Travis? It's not. I mean, you can read books whenever you could read Travis. It's yeah, but the, the, the country's now opening up. We had plenty of time to read books. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Go to a Hawks game. (laughs) Go to a Hawks game. Write a book. Um, uh, Build stuff out of Legos. Boy, do I love building stuff out of Legos. I got to get a new one. They're really pricey. They've Lego gone up sets. in price. I remember back in the day. It, well, because I like to do the creator ones, which are like the big, you know, hoity-toity, mm. I built the Eiffel Tower type situations. <laughs> and they're, because otherwise I feel like I'm doing children's work. I'm doing yeah. manual childhood labor of putting together a tiny plane. What am I going to do with that? So I get the big the big dogs, um, but they're like hundreds of dollars, which is, you know, I get it. It's a premium, but it's also like, am I an idiot? It's also what do you do when you're done? That's so I've run. Yeah, that's my thing. I don't have. And some of them you're like, well, I don't want to necessarily display that. That one was kind of just for me, like the giant Quinjet that I built. (laughs) Like, that's probably not one I need to put out in the living room, but I'm happy I have it. It's fully functional. It doesn't fly, of course, but you can use your imagination if you have one. That's my problem with like puzzles. I really wanted to get into puzzles. Yeah. My grandparents are making these really cool, elaborate puzzles all throughout the pandemic. But my problem is I don't want to spend that much time making something only to take it down you know, moments after I made it. You know, one of the wildest things, Christina, was watching Ashley pull apart a jigsaw puzzle right after we finished it. We Ugh. had this huge puzzle we were putting together and I looked at it and I was like, so now what do you do? And she just, without emotion, without attachment, just started to break it into chunks and put it into the box. And I was like, what? Like, what do you, what's what up? are you doing? 
we worked so hard for that. She's like, and now it is complete. And I was like, man, I love that. I wish I had that. Yeah, you need to leave it up for at least 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. But then you're, I left, We. I did a huge one at the beginning of the pandemic. It feels like four years ago. I can't believe that wasn't that long ago. Uh, of the of Fenway Park. And Ooh. it was huge. I did it on the floor. It was right when we got Myrtle too, which was a really weird choice because the dog kept trying to eat the pieces. And obviously <laughs> that was going to happen. But I did it on the floor and then I left it there for so long because I was like, well, what am I going to do? Get rid of it? Yeah, and I mean, then you spent so much time couple, on it. Yeah, but then after long enough, you're like, okay, I'm sick of maneuvering my way around this. I'm going to break this up now. It's starting to affect my life. Um, but anyway, these are habits and hobbies you can get into. Go, go out. Go hang out. I hung out outside the other day. We'll get into friendly banter. It's in about me. But go hang out outside with a dog. With I can imagine. That you're Atlanta's to that fun. You know. Atlanta's huge. There's got to yeah. be fun stuff outside to do. It's something about Atlanta. I just picture there being a lot of fountains you can go run in. I don't know why. The, what is that. it? The Olympic. Uh, is park. that why? It's the Olympic. Oh, is that why? There's yeah, a giant Ferris wheel. Oh, go, <laughs> go, go, go play in the, pal- in the fountains. Yeah. Yeah. Go out there. and play in the sprinkler. Look, you're in Atlanta. And when you're in Atlanta, there's only one thing to do. Run around in a sprinkler as an adult. Go to. Yeah. If there's one thing as I know about many Atlanta. waffle houses as you can. <laughs> in oh the my state. god! Obviously that. Have I already yes. given that take right lately on this podcast that I think every waffle should be a waffle house waffle, like thin and big instead of thick and Belgian? No offense to the Belgian people. Yeah, what do you have uh, against them? I don't know. I don't know if I know any. Yes, I do. His name's Niels. Niels Hannibal. I've never been able to say his last name. Hannibal. Hannibalka. Niels will be so mad at me. Niels feels very upset listening to me say this if he still listens to this podcast, which he doesn't. Okay, that answers, I think, Amy's question. Mainly, go outside, have fun, be vaccinated, and and live live your best life. You're free. Yes. Oh You're my free god, you are summer. so free. You are free. I'm jealous. Free, free, free. And guess what? If somebody that you don't want to hang out with contacts you and asks if you're free, you're not. You're very busy. You you're studying. You're preparing. Your schedule for grad school. is packed. You will try to pencil them in. But if people that you do like contact you, you are free as hell. <laughs> so go do stuff. And then, you know, make yourself mm-hmm. happy. Make yourself happy in the ways that work doesn't. Indulge yourself a little bit right now. And then, you know, get back to work because you're slacking. I'm kidding. You're doing great. I'm very proud of you. Congratulations on getting into a fully funded grad program. I only half understand what that yeah, means. Congrats. I you yeah, congrats. Yeah, I was a little confused. That. If yeah. was... I, I think you sound smart and good at, at knowledge. So um, good for you for that. Good luck and ball out. You're free. If you have a question and you want to call us and ask it, boy, do I recommend it. You can leave us a voicemail. We now use the S in that phrase. Leave us a voicemail. Eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. Hello, folks. What's going on? How are we Hello. doing? Hello. I'm wonderful. Yeah, good. Because I need you to bring me up today. Oh, I can cheer you up. Okay. Ooh. I'm in a. I'm in a mood. I'm just. I feel myself dragging everyone. Where they're like, "Isn't it so nice outside?" I'm like, "Only a matter of time till it starts raining." <laughs> like it's just only I a few am, more hours till it gets dark again. I see one cloud <laughs> that's sort of obstructing the sun in a way that makes it humid but too hot. <laughs> so I'm sad. It's just everything today is the worst news. And if it's good news, don't tell it to me. Cause pew pew pew, I'm shooting it down. <laughs> Uh, what's how'd you spend your weekend, Travis? Do we have an update on dates? No, there's nothing there right now. Okay, no wedding dates or anything. Okay. Saturday, just hung out with some friends, did some afternoon drinking. Today, Ooh. went to the gym, mask free, and it was like, whoa, you are living life. Yeah, whoa. my target is it leg day? Is it re- 
my target isn't requiring mask anymore. Ooh, nice. It's like my my you liquor store. You could go store. in there and buy four things you didn't go in there needing. I went in there with it on, and I'm like, kind of like poking around, like, who's got the mask off? Are we good here? Are we are we not? <laughs> and then I just asked the guy, I'm like, hey, what's your guys's uh, protocol? And he's one guy's. He's like. We have employees that aren't wearing them. You're good. I'm like, oh god, the store employees must be so like huh, gun shy when customers come up to them now and ask them like, "What's your mask policy?" It's like, which way are we going with this? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Please don't yell at me. Please, it's been a very long year. Do what you do what you want with your face. But working out without a mask on is like working out with o- just oxygen just flowing in like it yeah, is I know, a, I really a feeling that the I difference. don't remember yeah I totally don't remember the feeling of working out with a mask off either or like working is... out with one on you know <laughs> or, or, or working just, out or in working general out, you know yeah. frankly this is like the first I weekend the I feel like normal you can't go to the gym with a mask on I mean from. you could you mm-hmm. worked out without a mask that's the highlight mm-hmm. of your weekend uh drinks with friends what was the first drink you drank uh i had a beer from the local brewery yeah i have been jonesing for like a beer i was walking to get groceries the other day i know mother Teresa. Uh uh-huh and uh and i went because you know dan was away and he was like i need you to get these things and i i was like oh i'm gonna do it and when i did it i was like you did it i went to the grocery store i'm pathetic it is like this is the level (laughs) of get out of your depression uh it's it's just difficult so anyway i did it again thanks hold your applause till the end and I was, uh, there's like a bar on my block that I, you know, one side of the street goes to the grocery store, the other side is the bar. And I genuinely had a feeling where I was like, I just kind of want to sit outside and drink a beer. I didn't because that would have been too many things. I was already overwhelmed with so much on my plate. Grocery store. Yeah, that's season three of Below yeah. Deck. So I, I had to stick with my commitments, but I thought about it passionately in a way that I haven't in a while. So the thought of you sitting out and drinking a beer, I'm like, yeah. Sometimes you just good. crave that cold beer. Yeah. Cold and crisp. I haven't had a beer. I haven't had a beer in probably since Tom Brady, uh, since Tom Brady left. March wow. March 17th of a year I haven't had ago. a beer since Saturday. Yeah. I had a beer on Saturday too. I think I'm gonna get beers this weekend. I think you should drink a beer this weekend. Yeah, I think Dan's away again, or maybe he's home this weekend. I don't know. It just feels weird being like, well, you know, we're not still locked in a house together, but in the last year we have been, and he doesn't drink. And so for me to just be like, I'm gonna sit here and do it. <laughs> I know you'd love to join me, but you can't. It just feels weird. So I yeah. just haven't really done it. Not like out of some, you know. I haven't really noticed. But now I'm like, mm, it's going to be warm outside and drink a cold bottle of beer. And get like one of those giant soft pretzels. All oh, those. That's Ooh, the best. With beer cheese. Yes. I'm feeling like I want to be social. What's wrong? Oh, did I open a brand new milk because there was a milk with a little bit left? Is it bad? It doesn't smell bad. No, no, no. I was about to go f***ing rain hell sh- down at Acme because I thought they sold me an open milk. Oh, no. I got it. It was me. That's oh. my, it was me. You okay? Yeah, yeah, Walk I'm it down. Walk, that was my fault. There, here's the thing. There wasn't enough milk in the other one okay. for my cereal. Totally so I opened I a new zero milk. Issue. I'll be right back with the Dunkin' Donut. I was about to just, I am so glad I came <laughs> I was about to go. See rain. what happens when I go grocery shopping? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to rain <laughs> down. Oh, yeah. No, we're I good. Out this out of the trash. You did? Like, you dug a receipt out of the trash? Yeah, because I was going to go hellfire. Oh, my there. God. All right.
Thanks. Thanks. Dan said, God, can you hear him when he comes in here and talks? Or can Some you hear me? I heard uh, that. That was awesome. We had two milks in the fridge today. I uh, went to make a bowl of cinnamon life. Shout out, because I'm about that cinnamon life. And uh, by the way, they made it life cinnamon now, which just doesn't hit the same. It's cinnamon no. life. And so I went to make a bowl of it, opened one of the milks, because he's a milk boy. He's the milk guy. The milk is here for him. He drinks yeah. it. He's. I don't want to talk about it. Please stop making me. Wait, uh, but I've got what? questions after this, what? so keep okay. going. Okay, I don't think I want to answer most of them. I'm uncomfortable. But he. So <laughs> I saw that there were two cartons of milk. I opened one, and there was barely any in it. Also important to know about Dan. Man, this is derailed friendly banter. Uh, he doesn't have a sense of smell. I have no idea how he made it to this what? age without realizing that he has genuinely no sense of smell. You've got to bury. He's got to bury his nose in something to be able to even get. Does a that mess it. with how he, he tastes food? I I think so. But here's the tough thing about that. You, it's hard to discuss oh. with someone because they yep. don't know your experience and you don't know theirs. It's like talking. He about doesn't what know any different. Blue is. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but. He loves sweets, so maybe. I don't know. Either way. So he can't smell. So whenever he wants to drink milk, he makes me smell it, which boy, <laughs> do I hate that because I have a very strong sense of smell. And when milk starts That's to go funny. bad, I'm, it's, really it's also no, a lot no, of no, pressure. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking at this milk and I'm like, oh, it might be bad, but there's not even enough in here to make my cereal anyway. So I'm just going to open this new thing of milk and not have to smell this milk and see what's up with it. Uh, and then he just came in here. He had dug the rest, the receipt out of the trash because he thought that Acme sold him an open container of milk. <laughs> he dug the re the re why do I keep wanting to say recipe? He dug the receipt out of the trash, had it in his hands, and was bur like burning up with anger because he thought that he was he had purchased an open container of milk because his idiot girlfriend didn't want to smell it. And just wanted one bowl of cinnamon life. So that's what that was. So obviously a very important issue that had to interrupt the podcast. And I apologize, but I know you can all understand. What were we talking about? It doesn't matter. Drinks. Drinks and, and pretzels. Beers. Drinking and beers. Yep. This is the stuff you get fired up about when you can't, you know, drink drink a bunch of beers. This is our life and that's how we live it. Christina, what did you do this weekend? I went to New Jersey. Um, I Shout visited. Out. Yeah. Did you say hello to Katie? Nope. Nope, wow. sure didn't. Sure didn't. I thought about it. Sure didn't. Thought about it. It was like a beer uh, for me yesterday. I am yeah. your beer. Yep, thought about it. Um, drove right didn't. by. The way she's saying um, it sounds like she didn't think about it at all. Am I wrong? Is it just negative Katie or is she sound like she's mocking me? I did, I swear. Mocked. I'm feeling incredibly mocked. And I get it. Why would you want to hang out with a girl who logs on to do her job in a blanket from her bed? But... No, do you want to know not. something funny though? So we went to visit my boyfriend's cousin, just moved into a house with his fiance. Um, they're getting married in a few months. And so her bridal shower was yesterday. So I was going to the bridal shower. He was going to hang out and, you know, drink with his cousin and, you know, see the house, whatever. So we went for the whole weekend so that we could see the house and hang out. Uh, and when we got there, they, they have this new house. They're showing me around. And one of the first things I said was, yeah, I, I'm on a podcast with Katie Nolan and she lives in New Jersey. And they were like, Sick. cool. Sick. <laughs> They're like, so here's the living room. <laughs> showing me around. I was like, oh, okay. Well, so not moving only, on. <laughs> not only did she not, it's like I'm now I'm feeling balanced out. She not she didn't want to hang out with me, but she did name drop. I, I did name drop. Yeah. Yes. Does that count? I don't think so. After hanging yeah, out I with Kenny so. Main as much as I have virtually for the last week, I don't think uh, I count as a name drop. 
Well, you count as a name drop to me if that yes. makes you feel better. Yeah, for us, it's a name drop. For Kenny Maine, it might not like it's all relative. Yeah, I hate to break it to you. For Kenny Maine, it might not be a name drop. Kenny but for Mayne me, it is. Save my name in his phone until after the interview. And then he was like, Yeah, you're worth it. I'm going to put your name to your contact. And I was like, Thanks. Thank you. I think. <laughs> Uh, and then I ca- he called me, tw- woke me up with phone calls two days in a row. I'm like, Kenny, what's up? We're friends. Oh, whoa. We can't. This can't happen. Hold on a he second. Travis me. Woke you up, but what time was that? Uh, one of them was at 9 a.m. Okay, yeah, that's a lot. All right, Kenny, we're getting a little. Now now you're actually approaching Travis territory. Yeah, that's easy, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, uh, he's you know, good to know he's good. You know, I get updates on him now, which I like to have. It's your bestie. <laughs> nice to have. But I will tell you, I do have a question for both of you. So Ooh. what has been the worst sleeping arrangement that you've found yourself in at either a friend's house, sleeping over, you know, relatives, whatever it is? Yeah. Because my weekend, they, like I said, my, my boyfriend's cousins just moved into a house. Uh, they don't have curtains up yet. And so we, you know, getting the short end of the stick, everybody else got bedrooms. We slept in the living room area the part that didn't have furniture yet with an air mattress. And so the sun comes up at 5 a.m. and they don't have Ooh. curtains. So Ooh. I tied a t-shirt around my head yes. to block the sunlight out. Sure. But then five minutes later, I hear screaming because his other cousin's three-year-old kid wakes up and it's it's wake up time. So she's like, oh. I'm up and so is everybody else. So, uh, and mind you, we went to bed at maybe two in the morning. So I got Ooh. approximately five minutes of sleep. So Ooh. my math might be off there. It was maybe like three hours, but still, you know, five minutes. So what has been your worst? You wake up the next day and you're like, this sucked. I didn't sleep. And this is where I was. Oh, that's a really good question. And I'm trying to find the correct answer to it because I know it's there. I'm scanning all of my bad sleep experiences. The first one's popping up in my head. There was once, this isn't your question, but there was once a mega bus that was so cold and I sleep cold. There was a mega bus that was so cold. It was like an overnight, late night one. And I couldn't fall asleep on it because of how cold it was. And then when I did, I woke up and I was like shivering. It was awful. It's like you wake up, once you wake up, you're even more miserable because you didn't actually sleep and you're mad about how you slept. Oh God, I feel like that's every time I've ever been drunk at a party because I hate hangovers so much. Do you have one that comes to mind? I know I've slept. I don't Uh, mind sleeping on a floor. I'll just say that honestly. I can fall asleep. Look, I never wake up from a sleep and feel awesome. I've never once no. woken up and been like, <laughs> sure don't. oh, the day I greet you with a smile upon my really? face after a, an evening's rest. Yeah, never. It's always like I'm up and I'm going to stay in this bed until I absolutely have to get Today out. Today was actually one that I think part of it's because like this has been the best day for like allergies I've felt in a couple weeks. I woke up like ready to attack the day. Like oh, I was at the gym that? early. Explain that feeling to me. Yeah, like, I'm so jealous up, of I woke you. up and I didn't like have to like spend 10 minutes like blowing my nose and just trying to breathe. Like I woke up. Oh, uh, where you just feel like, ah, oh, I'm free of a burden. I woke up ready. To go. Like I went to the gym early today, guys. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, see, because I slept literally five minutes on Saturday night and then had to be nice and social and look presentable on Sunday, we drove back from Jersey we got home, ordered food, and then I fell asleep at like 8 p.m. I slept a solid 10 hours, woke Damn. up this morning, and still felt tired. Because yeah. you slept like, too much. 
Oh, Travis, don't see. Bring your so science okay, into this. I don't. I don't understand that, and I don't necessarily agree or disagree. I just I hate that when people say, "Oh, you slept too much." Well, yeah, because I was tired. Yeah, that's. I'm for it. Who cares? My relationship with sleep is so toxic that you know, at this point, I'm like, "Well, that's fine. You're fine." You're I can't fine. Last, fine. I'm at the point where I can't uh last night I tried to go to sleep without assistance of like anything like like a no melatonin or anything to, no melatonin <gasps> and I and I my brain was running so fast that I had to put on a I was like oh you know what'll calm me down dateline and I put on dateline they make it a <laughs> they make it a podcast now so you just get Keith Morrison telling you in weird inflections um the story of someone's murder and or disappearance and I'm like oh yes calm and then and I fall asleep. So like something up here is broken. I think that would trigger nightmares for me. Yeah, you'd think I'll take nightmares because that means I'm asleep. Have you ever had mm. a Dateline story in your like hometown where like you knew like all Ooh, about it? I don't <gasps> think so. I don't think so, but I also haven't no, paid much attention have. to when like you remember it from your experience in your hometown or you were watching Dateline and you were like, whoa, that's from my town. Like I remember like it going on. Whoa. And then the we had one scary. murder, but I didn't. And know like much I about met it. like the person, like the murderer. Oh my god! What? Like because he was like murder someone. Okay, wait. Talk about this off pod. He was like out back like, it, like I have it was during like the like uh out on bail or whatever, and he was like at the country club where I worked at. What doing what? Like he was there using the pool. Like his uh my Just buddies, hanging out of uh murdering his ex wife. Okay, Whoa. and he was at a country club. They let him in. No, he was so he was <laughs> dating my uh, uh, teammate's mom. <sighs> okay, what? So he was dating your teammate's mom, and he murdered his wife. His ex, and, yeah, and his he ex-wife. got out on bail. How yeah, much was like it was bail? crazy. This guy's yeah, got what? motive. It's like very transparent. And he's an anesthesiologist, also... and she died by carbon monoxide inhalation. I mean, how did he get out on bail? And, he's and, not and, out he, has bail a, and he has a new he's, girlfriend. He's no, like the new... Was he out on bail? Was he? Is he well to do, Travis? What's that? Was he well off? Is he? Is he rich as hell? Yeah, he was an anesthesiologist. Oh yeah, I don't know. Does that mean? And, and now, they but he's in jail now. This, but yeah, it was crazy rich. to watch the Dateline story. But then the new girlfriend, like, I can change him. He murdered his ex-wife, but she claims that. Huh? Yeah. But yeah, it was crazy. They stayed together. You're I don't know. If, I don't know if they are <laughs> they didn't anymore. Stay together. They yeah, I don't did think not so. Stay together. I just. I don't know. A rich person, an anesthesiologist being rich makes me uncomfortable because it's like, how, what do you know about pain? Yeah, I get uh, numb me. What pain <sighs> have you felt? Oi. All yeah, right. That's a well, lot. Okay. So, what were we even talking about that brought this up? <laughs> so, so how were your weekends? Sleep. Oh, something about <laughs> sleeping and oh, the worst place we'd ever slept. Yeah. I growing up, my best friend men don't be weird about this women just I'm, t- I'm telling this story like I'm telling it to a bunch of gals but my friend uh had huge boobs and she would always be like I can't sleep on the floor because it hurts and what I'm like I can't relate I don't know I believe you <laughs> you could tell me that you sneeze every four hours because of those things and I can't relate I don't know I have I'm lacking in the department so I was like yeah I'll sleep on the floor so I think it, you know, it sucked then, but now I'm like, oh, I can fall asleep on a floor. I'm never comfortable, even in the most comfortable bed. So, like, let me just lay down and hate myself on the ground. I feel very comfortable here <laughs> with everyone just, above just me. Just leave me down tripping here. Tripping over me and stepping on me as they go about their lives. Are water beds still a thing? I wish. My aunt had I don't a water know. bed. And it was my aunt had one, too. Oh, my God. It was so cool. 
One, so I had I, one of this girl that Probably I was friends terrible with. Terrible for your back. Oh, it has to be this girl that I was friends with in middle school. Her parents had a waterbed, and I remember I, I we went into her parents' bathroom for something. She was borrowing like hairspray or something from her mom, and I she sat on the edge of her mom's bed, and I said, "Whoa." I had never seen a waterbed. And I said, what is this? Whoa. And she said, oh, it's a waterbed mattress. And I said, that cannot be functional. How do you sleep? Yeah. I, I As you're know. both texting. And no, no, I'm no, trying to see if we it's still were. a thing. It's just, I was thinking. <laughs> oh my God, you're texting each other. Yeah, we're like, what's she talking about? <laughs> she's still talking about waterbeds. Like, oh, no, it was me shut looking up at already. like, how much sports do we actually have to get to? Because I'm enjoying friendly banter, but man, I think we're- We do have a lot. Podcast. Oh my so God, it's been 40 about. minutes already. But I just want to talk Whoa. about waterbeds. My remote yesterday hang. was going into like overtime. I, I put it to work. Why? Oh, because all the sports. There was so much going on. It was I know, and this awesome is a perfect weekend. segue, but I have one thing I really wanted to address in front of banter. And Travis, you've used this as a platform for your rants, and so I feel like if you can do it, I could try to do it. Rant time, let's a, go. I got a real issue with a commercial. In fact, I have a lot of real issues with a lot of commercials. Ooh, when you this. watch as much streaming television as I do over the last few days, you see the same seven commercials over and over, and I have notes on all of them. But the one that really stuck out to me that felt like I really need to voice my opinion and use my platform to speak out against is there's peter rabbit the second peter rabbit 2 the re the sequel to peter rabbit which was a film that i guess came out is out now and i understand we've been in a pandemic and that you want to get people out to movie theaters again we're going to try to drive traffic foot traffic into our the old american institution of the movie theater i understand all of that but making the tagline of your film see peter in theater is is weird um to me just and and look i don't i hate to be the that's what she said guy you know i hate to be the person who tries to apply innuendo when there isn't any but like see peter in theater to me sounds like i'm there's gonna be a guy with his dick out and i don't um that's like a thing I've heard has happened in theaters. It's not an uncommon. It's not like you're saying see Peter and Peter in a nail salon. Like it is if you I bet there are many people, some of whom may even listen to this podcast who have seen Peter in theater. And so it just feels like I understand the goal. It's the execution I'm going to take slight issue with. See Peter in theater didn't do it for me. Um, thank you. I, I will say not to your rants, but that specific one, but with streaming services, they do need to change up the inventory because it's the same three commercials. Yeah, I spend so much time thinking about where the mistake is being made and where money's being lost in that situation. This happens with ESPN sometimes too, and it's a lot of streaming services when you're watching a game on your phone that it'll be like, we'll be right back, and it just plays tone and there's a logo. You're like, what went wrong here? Because you could be selling this space to yeah. somebody at a premium. Like I will say though that like some of them do work. There's a certain uh delivery app that i'm not gonna say who because they're not sponsoring this but, sure, but it's could. always sure on could. and it's with uh our own chanae is in the commercial and it's on all the time but it makes me think about food and using it so that one at least it works but there's some where it's like i'm not like it, you're not gonna get me to use there your are so many ads about my period when you watch bravo streaming it is just every commercial break is a different thing about my period uh, that I don't currently have, but I'm like, what? this isn't, I don't need, let's stop, I get it, 
There's a birth control commercial out there. <laughs> the, what, okay, this is the one I'm, I have. I hate the most. Condom and I hope Kate, it's they call her yes! something like that. Condom <laughs> Katie, uh, the pill Pia. They yes. like name the women after their types of contraceptive that they use. But then the, the stories they tell about them, they have nothing. The, the girl who's on the pill Pia has to be on birth control all the time. While she's at the gym. Even when she's at the gym. And it's like being on birth control at the gym, you don't feel it. Yeah, what? I mean, I know I'm no gym expert, but you, it's not like you're like, oh, it's God, it's so commercial. hard to work out while on birth control. And maybe that is something I that's live a problem life for people. On birth I've control. never heard that problem. And so what a weird thing. The pill, Pia, first of all, that makes it. My mom used to call people a pill when they bothered her. So that's a very weird. It's like poor Pia just uses birth control. Now we call her the pill, Pia. <laughs> that, it's, this is so dumb. Uh and I'm then so glad it, that you I think feel it's a commercial pain. for a gel. It's like put slather this on, Ew. you guys will be fine. And I'm like, that's not how you get me. Here, to trust use you. this. <laughs> you haven't even demonstrated an understanding of how the birth control pill works, so I'm not going to take your magical gel. Okay. Thanks, though. Cool name with two X's in it. <sighs> Rant over. I. It's not even close to being over i have so many other notes but it feels good though right one. to rant yeah if i just give you one last one so i know legally there must be an amount of side effects that you have to say in a commercial for a prescription medication now mm-hmm. side take that i won't get into right now i really don't think that we should be able to advertise uh, pharmaceuticals directly to consumer because we can't access it so it's always been a weird that I, but i don't think i know enough about it so i'm not going to get into that but the, the legally they list off side effects right but then some commercials will be like this is not a complete list of side effects for more go to our website I wonder what the criteria is for getting included in what they have to say and getting included and being yeah, able to Do they get to a be- pick which ones they put in there or do I they have to know, like, are there yeah. levels? I don't think they can because one of the ones they always say is don't take insert name of pill if you are deathly allergic to it. Exactly. Which is like, like, well, what? Yeah, that one seems obvious. Can we take one from the online list and move that into the commercial and bump that one to the internet (laughs) where I would hope you would know if you're deathly allergic to something, don't take it? It's not even like if you're deathly allergic to something else, don't take this pill. That's helpful. If you're deathly allergic to this pill, don't take it. I... That, I mean, I, that just seems I like I have more sense, faith people. in people than that. Well, that's right. I would like don't to. need to hear but, that. But if we're including it in the commercial, it legally, might lead me to believe. It, they legally have to. Yeah, because people but are taking it. what is the law? Because the, that's what makes me go, well, then wait, what's the law on what they have? It just feels like loopholes on loopholes that I'm like, I, this doesn't i just if you're deathly allergic to, like to, to peanut butter commercials have to be like if you're allergic to peanuts don't eat this no because you're allergic to peanuts and you know you can't eat peanut butter it's sad that's a real bummer i and once I'm was really bad for you i once you was allergic it. to peanut butter not ignore wait it. what, what? I, <laughs> yeah I, what's up i acquired the allergy and then it left so it just, I went, you just didn't like i went like 10 years without uh peanuts and then you ate a peanut? And then I was like, I wanted, I decided to go get tested again. And they were like, Whoa. I don't think you are. Like, And so I sat there like, do you have time? I'm like, well, yeah, why? They're like, we'll give you a little peanut butter and we'll just monitor you. Oh, I love that. Because I pictured you just being like, hey, it's been a while. Let me try a peanut. And then just like. <laughs> no, I didn't do it on my own. Yeah. I used I to have an EpiPen it. and I lost it. I don't know where it's at. Well, sounds like you don't need it anymore. So cheers to curing yourself of an allergy. 
Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one to not have. Yeah, I know. Peanut butter is awesome. Just ask Myrtle. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) She loves peanut butter. Okay. um, Today on the podcast, you know, big day of sports yesterday. We got playoffs on playoffs. We got uh, Simone Biles is making me thrilled for the Olympics that are definitely happening, right? Mm, Allegedly. Wait, wait, are they? I just remember somebody being like, these shouldn't happen. And the Olympics being like, we're doing it anyway. And now I don't, I never double checked. But they sound like they're happening. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, stuff. We're going to talk about sports. So now we're into the podcast. You don't need to know what we're going to talk about. Uh, but first, this lovely piece of content is brought to you by ZocDoc, an app I very much need to use probably within the next four days. Uh, but Travis, how do you want me to tell the people about ZocDoc? As if you were a drill sergeant. I mean, why do you always ask so much of me? Listen up, private. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I don't know. This is a huge stereotype. I've never even been to the army. Has this ever happened to you? Stand up straight. You need to see a doctor. You search and find one that looks good. You wait on hold to book an appointment. You rearrange your schedule. Is this good? And when you... Travis is laughing, so I just... Okay. And when you finally go in to find out, well, boy, this doctor doesn't even take your insurance. It's disgusting. But there's a solution. Just download the free ZocDoc app right now. Drop and give me download the ZocDoc app. (laughs) It's the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance. Read verified patient reviews and book an appointment in person or video chat for you lazy, lazy little baby. I don't know. This one's very mean. He's got a very mean. I don't agree with his managerial style. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. A Ted Hunt. Right. Do I still say that? Ooh, Travis sat up straight. Ooh. Whether you need a primary care physician, dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, <laughs> eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. This is really fun. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Kenny and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free every month. Millions of people use ZocDoc. And I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to see a doctor. <clears throat> now is the time to prioritize your health. Right now. Do it right. Do, go do it. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Katie. Download the ZocDoc app. Sign up for free. Book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's ZocDoc.com slash Katie. Travis is so <laughs> embarrassed. Sorry for leaving it all on the table. Sorry for throwing it all out there. Acted that. I acted that hard. I gave them what they paid for. Travis is speechless. Julio Jones wants to leave Atlanta. I'm also speechless about this. Uh, this was a story yesterday. Julio, go Shannon hang out Sharp, with Amy. The Shannon Sharp thing. <laughs> great point. Ooh, the okay. The Sharp thing um, was today, right? Yes. Yes. It shouldn't have been yesterday because yesterday was Sunday. 
Boom. Nailed that. That's how the week works. Uh, Julio <laughs> Jones. Receiver. He's been in Atlanta for how many seasons? Like seven, eight. Uh, quite a few. Quite a few. Good. This is a sports podcast. Less than 20, podcasts. more than one. Yeah. Yeah, there we Signif- go. More than, I think we could say more than five comfortably. Okay. Um, he's good also. Update. He's really good. And he is, I guess, friends with Shannon Sharp. Um, and Shannon Sharp called him live on the air, sitting next to Skip Bayless on second take. What is it? First things. Are they undisputed? First things? No. Undisputed. Sorry. Mm. That's. I didn't mean to. That was disrespectful. I didn't mean to be that mean. On undisputed. It, <laughs> my point is that it's the Shannon Sharp and and Skip Bayless show. It doesn't matter what you call it. Lil Wayne. Does he still do the theme song? Lil I Wayne? don't know. Undisputed. Uh. So. Yes, that was my Lil Wayne impression. So I know it was good. So Shannon calls his friend Julio Jones live on the air. A tactic I'm not unfamiliar with. I have called a friend, many a friend on this podcast. Do they pick up? Usually no. Do they call back? Sometimes yes. And when they do, I think you'll notice right away, I say, hey, you're live on the podcast. Hey, well, you're, you're on, on the podcast. You're on speakerphone. That's a rule. I think that's a human rule. Dan does this very well. Sometimes I'll call him when he's on the road and he'll answer. He's like, you're on speakerphone. Uh, Just to let you know. Just a heads up. Yeah. Common courtesy. Shannon Sharp doesn't do that. And I don't mean that he doesn't have common courtesy. And maybe Julio Jones was in on the joke and he knows. Maybe Julio Jones. Thank you so much. I got a duck. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Maybe Julio Jones watches Undisputed. And he uh, was like, oh, they're calling me. Uh, that's certainly what Skip Bayless thought, because Skip was like, pick up, Julio, don't be afraid, into the camera. It was like, whoa, <laughs> I, I cannot relate to the feeling of just assuming that a professional athlete's watching my show. What oh, I assume that every, I assume like? Julio listens to this podcast. I know you do, and I need. I, that's why you're here, Travis. You bring that confidence I can never dream to uh, even have. I think six people listen to this, in my mind. That's Leave a review, Julio. He won't. He's scared. So uh, so maybe, maybe it, this was all agreed upon. But I think you could argue Julio Jones had no idea he was on TV when he went on to say that he's out of there. He's out of there. He was asked, are you going to leave? I think the question he, at he, first involved both the Cowboys and the Falcons. It, are you going to go to the Cowboys? Are you going to go to the Cowboys or are you going to stay? And he mm-hmm. said, oh, man, no, I'm out of there, man. And Skip Bayless, in one of his only, had muttered one of the only phrases I've ever completely echoed and agreed with, uh, where he just was like, he's out of there. Like, he said, he's, <laughs> he just said it. He said the thing. It was like, Skip was shocked. It was like, am I reporting? This is awesome. It's like, uh, we, we're, reco- we're, we're rolling, scoops, right? We got that. Scoops. He just said that he's leaving. It's not like Julio says he wants to leave. This is... Julio just said to us he wants to leave. Feels big. Again, maybe he knew the the platform on which he stood when he spoke it. Maybe he didn't. Um, he also said that he didn't want to go to Dallas. And he said he wanted to go to a winner. I think you yeah, could he, argue. He said, I want to win, man. And then they, I think Skip and uh, Shannon both said, well, then don't go to the Cowboys. Well, so and this he is said, what I'm- <laughs> yeah. I think you you could argue he might have known he was on because from there on, he sort of avoids saying the thing. He doesn't say that the Cowboys suck. But when Shannon says, if you want to win, don't go to the Cowboys, he says, like, 
man, you know I already know that, or something like that. He said something along the lines of, like, you know I know what's up. The reason they asked about the Cowboys was he was spotted the other day. A fan took a sure. photo with him wearing a Dallas Cowboys sweatshirt. Yeah. So that's so, why but that- I think it's nice. Mm-hmm. I would love if Shannon could have just run through the entirety of the NFL there on the call and gotten the thumbs up or thumbs down. Like, you're already in. You already jumped into the pool. Let's swim around a bit. Just ask, be like, what about the Patriots? You thinking about going to the Patriots? Nah, man, I said winners. Excuse me. <laughs> How quickly you hate us because we won so much, but now we aren't winners in your mind. So you don't hate us anymore? Because it doesn't get to be both, Travis. We don't get to be losers and for you to hate us because then you're punching down. I can do whatever I want. That's, I mean, and you've proven it. And I won six decades. Well, now 59 years we had last year. So 59 years of just failure. Yeah. Any win Tom Brady amasses from here on out is a Patriots win. That's just a, that's just how that is. That's not how how it counts. That is how that counts. It's not. Yeah. And everybody who hated him when he played for the Patriots and likes him now, you're phony and I see you. Why did we, why are we talking? Did you see what the Falcons tweeted? No. No. They tweeted uh, an article and says, in a call with Shannon Sharp, Julio Jones commented on his future in Atlanta. Like, like, their Twitter account is has me Wait, baffled. I thought you were gonna say they tweeted something good. No, they like are tweeting out this report that he wants out. Why? I I don't. Atlanta's account is weird. Atlanta's account, I think, really suffered from twenty eight to three. I think they got memed into Bolivian. I think they they just uh, it wasn't. Where they feel like if they make fun of themselves before anybody else does going forward, that it like won't be as bad. Yeah, but it almost feels like they're not. They don't make fun. Like that isn't a. That isn't making fun of yourself. That's a self own. Like tweeting that out isn't. Is this? Are, they're just trying to get out in front of it before funny? anybody else. Like I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like what are we doing? I just feel like they never really. But do you think Julio was in on it? The call. Yeah. I don't, but I don't know. I don't want to say that and have people be like, Kate Nolan says that. I don't know, but I would, he didn't sound like somebody who knew he was on. I think he did. I didn't see, you know, it would have helped to see in the segment before it, like what led up to the call. It sounded like when the call was being made, it was a spur of the moment thing. Um, it sounded that way, but then but the way they joked more of the segment, about it. Able to tell. I think you'd be yeah. able to tell that it what if it was or wasn't because a lot I, of stuff in sports TV feels in the moment, but it isn't. And uh, I think I'm leaning towards Julio knew like he was texted earlier saying they were going to call him or something like that. I feel like he maybe knew. I will say this. He's got plausible deniability. He could probably say he didn't know if he wanted to. Which and then going forward, if Shannon Sharp calls you and you're an athlete, you just you have to let it go to voicemail. Yeah. Yeah, He burned his source live on air. Like You can't answer (laughs) Shannon Sharp's calls. Yeah. Mm. I don't, you know, so. I'm well, I don't answer anybody's calls, so. <laughs> I was obviously joking. Were you? Yeah. I, well, I don't answer his calls, so I guess I was being truthful. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeted, Atlanta has asked teams that have inquired about Julio Jones for a first-round pick in return. Others around the league don't believe the Falcons ultimately will get a first for the perennial Pro Bowl wide receiver. Yeah, I feel – he's what, 32? I think so. He's – early 30s for sure 
Tra- Tom Brady has thrown this all off of like what's old and what's not. I it's remember, also I looked up last night. Ovechkin he's is thirty. Years old. Yeah, he's thirty-two. Ovechkin it's... is thirty-four, thirty-five, maybe. And I was like shocked by that. I thought he was. So and he looks like he's fifty-four. Older. But it's also just yes. like thirty-four was old very shortly ago to be playing sports. Yeah, it's also the position that Brady plays is changes it yeah, too. Yeah, is different. Yeah, obviously there's yeah criteria. But so okay, he's thirty-two. He's uh, a couple seasons ago. I remember him having an issue in the in the in the red zone or in the end zone, maybe. He just could not get he. He went like so many games without a touchdown. Yeah, I remember that. Was that two seasons ago? Three seasons ago? Mm. This is the kind of sports analysis you tune in for. It was at least one season ago, and not more than like twenty seasons ago. Yeah, thanks. Okay, yeah, perfect. And that narrows it down. And so you know, that being said, does he have a lot left in the tank? I bet he does. But not first round draft pick. He couldn't go. He couldn't go to tampa right that's not a possibility because just the thought of it i mean i don't understand the cap i'll pretend to when the information well he's not going to go to a division rival either yeah they're not well, going to trade in there yeah that's true they'd have to trade him uh yeah I don't, I, we'll take him i'm just going to say that you guys my could use official a position is we'll take him we will yeah. absolutely take julio jones you need Thank someone you to catch much. the ball because what you have right now is a. Uh, hmm. San Francisco going to take him. There's this thing between the Patriots and San Francisco where I've started to feel like they are at a bar together and they have the same taste in in opposite sex. Like it's two dudes, the Patriots and the and the 49ers are both at a bar and they like the same type of women and they're just always looking at it's like if the other one misses a step on it, they're the other one scoops in and takes. It's just they're always two frat bros that are Yeah. Chad and Brad. Yeah. Chad and Brad always fighting they over live the on same opposite girls. coasts, but they're like the same dude. They play lacrosse. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't say that. Wear Sperry's. Sure. Yeah, probably. I don't know why this part's important. <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> but it's not wrong. Details so. are important. So we'll see what Julio gets for Julio. The NBA is in the playoffs. Sure are. Did you know? Yeah, I did. Good. The 76ers won the first game against the Wizards. Watched a little bit of that game. That was a good game. I didn't. I, I, there's, Bradley Beal does stuff that I'm like, you, you're, that didn't even look like you had to try to do that. But that's just me, a non-basketball person, watching somebody. That yeah, just I think that's just them being in general. <laughs> I know, KD. I know. It's just I noticed it like very much. Like there's a layup and Katie's like, oh my gosh. That's not necessarily true, but you know what? So what if it is? Sorry for appreciating greatness instead of trying to pull these wonderful athletes down all the time. I'm not pulling them down. You are. I'm just not You're a real downer on this podcast, Travis. I am not a downer. Wrapped in your blanket, sitting on your bed, crying. Uh, The (laughs) Hawks beat the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. There were uh, lots of fans. Not obviously capacity, but there were fans at the game. 15,000. 15,000. And uh, Trey Young silenced them, as he said, uh, with a buzzer beater at the end. Was that a three? No, it was like a little floater. It was a two. Yep. <laughs> was it a three? Nope. So a game two. Winning, game winning two, <laughs> buzzer beating two. Uh he said, as I hit the floater, it just felt like everybody got quiet. I was waiting for them FU chance again. I was excited. I definitely know the history of players coming in here and being hated. Like I said, I take that as a compliment, to be honest with you. Obviously, I'm doing something right. If you hate me that much, I embrace it. Try to focus on the team. Try to help my team win. At the end of the day, we'll get the last laugh if we do that. That all seems common sense to me. Right? 
you want I'd say other so. crowds to hate you because that means you're good. Yeah, that means that they want to beat you because you are good and you're beating their team. Yeah, if There's nothing boot- better than silencing a crowd. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Like he immediately put the finger to his mouth like the only situation in which being told F you feels good is when you can be like, I have I'm I the balls in my hands. What are you doing? (laughs) I can shut you up. You can't come out here and prove you're better than me. I can prove it to you right now. So hell yeah, Trey Young. That's how you do it. Did you see the photo where it's like. They had vaccinated sections and non-vaccinated sections. Oh, I didn't. And listen, oh, I'm the vaccinated. The non-vaccinated section sounds gross. Okay, I'm, That's also I'm not vac- how herd immunity works. No, but listen, people. I'm vaccinated, but you got like all this extra space around you, the non-vaccinated section. I'm like, if I can get a ticket over there, I'm going over there where I don't have people oh, next I get to it. me. Yeah, social oh, distancing at a, okay, at a sports, sporting event actually seems nice. We were like, oh, these yeah. three seats yeah, next to us are empty. spread out. Yeah, you can put I your Coke on one that seat, your pretzel on the other. To- yeah, that's the only bad thing about the better seats you sit in as you get older or acquire more funds is that you're like, yeah, no one's ever not coming and sitting in this seat. Whereas in the upper <laughs> deck, sometimes you're like, oh, these people just didn't show up because this ticket was 12 bucks. So Because I'm literally, sold. my back is against yeah. the wall. I'm in the nosebleeds. Yeah. Yeah, that is the But it was fun part. because I want uh, New York Knicks fans to, they're on my suffer list. So why? I feel like there are a lot of people on your suffer list. Yeah. Because it's just like this all year long. It's all the Knicks are back. The Knicks are back. Like do it in the playoffs. I mean, sure. Look, I I understand that part of working in in national sports media, uh, something I had to do was loosen my grip on my hate for New York sports teams because it, I was going to have to know them, talk about them. And people get mad at you when you talk about things only negatively. It's just a weird thing I had to do. I also had to loosen up my love of my teams because it just wasn't. But anyway, that's just my personal journey. And so for me, I'm like, yeah, I understand hating the Knicks. I think the the better argument is like Knicks fans are so entertaining when they're mad. There's so much fun to watch when they're angry and sad <laughs> suffering and suffering suffering yeah. nicks are great seeing spike lee upset was beautiful it's just like a it's it, but yours feels meaner when you say it it's i don't i'm not happy at their at their hurt but i just think they're entertaining the way they perform their grief i feel very comfortable saying that that's a Knicks nice way of putting it that are frustrated are are like Great TV. So I'm um, a good. I hope the Knicks don't stink. I hope they get But if swept. they do, well, I hope there's a camera on it because shout out Knicks fans for giving us that content. You know, it, where else are you going to see a guy throw a television out a window? True. On TikTok. There's a lot of other places, but the Knicks fans, I feel like, are, can provide good flip out content you know they're like made for they give sports center on snapchat a bunch of free content <laughs> every time they disappoint so you know they were so bad they talked about it in that that pixar movie what was that movie about jazz called was it called jazz was it called oh, music no music? uh something soul soul just was soul. it soul oh just soul nice thank you you found Crushed it. that yeah, that's like the the Knicks have to be bad so that Soul can remain relevant. Yeah, that won't be exactly. funny if the Knicks become good again. People won't understand the joke. Millions of children will not learn whatever lesson that was trying to teach us. Like it's important, you know. Makes sense to me. 
Me too. Um, uh, the Bucks beat the Heat. I love saying it. It sucks for the Heat that uh, their team name is so fun to say when it's beat the Heat. Because, like, you know, beat the Heat, that's a fun <laughs> phrase we say in the summer. Uh, so is the person that's indoors. Well, I'm beating the Heat. I got that AC that's, up. I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the Nets uh, beat the Celtics. But the Celtics, we're doing it. Our, you know, the guy I've always said is the star of our team, Jabari Parker. He really put the team on his back. <laughs> the team he plays for, which again is the Boston Celtics. So if they had a good, they tried. It was, cl- I saw somebody tweet, is it too early to say now? Or is it finally time where I can say, I think the Celtics might win this game. And then once I saw that tweet, it, well, we didn't. Like it ended and we lost. But it's, but they lost is what I meant to say. And I'll also say that like, I think they, I think they can do it. Get on out there. Try it. Hey for effort. Find- Find their weaknesses and exploit them. The big, you're the you're the big three. That that's you guys own that trademark. Trademark that. Don't let them do that to you. I mean, my locker room speeches are un, unmatched in sports media. We don't bring a lot to the table. I'm, I'm pumped up. I, is, I'm ready yeah. to do this podcast. This is a Friendsgiving well, of pump up speeches. Locker we're an hour speeches. and ten minutes into the podcast. I hope you're ready to do the podcast. It's pop. It was a halftime speech. Needed that second half mac and cheese quality side um so what else the grizzlies beat the jazz uh did i see today donovan mitchell's mad about something why he's mad that they didn't he didn't play i i could believe that i didn't see it but we can go with it believe that i mean could i be more obvious in my can someone google as i finish the sentence but and still travis just looks at me and goes i don't know if you heard that what were you listening to donovan mitchell (laughs) angry at utah jazz for late call to sit him for game one Oh, yeah. He I was mean, really upset. Oh, my God. It's like one of the bigger stories of the day. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, he's on the Utah Jazz, in case you didn't know. Uh, he was scratched from the playoff opener because... He tweeted, uh, sorry, y'all. I wish I could say more. I'll be out there soon. Well, Stephen you know. A went on this whole rant today about how we got to start talking more about the power that team doctors have. If he says he feels good and he's being kept back from playing... Um, and I, I don't know what he didn't, I guess, finish fleshing out that take. But I'm like, if a doctor says I'm not good, I don't think I'm good. Then I, it doesn't really matter how I feel. Um, I think that's everyone is falling exactly where they should in that argument to me. A doctor is being cautious. Donovan Mitchell is being amped to play. You don't want Donovan Mitchell coming out and being like, Hey, they said I couldn't. What do you want me to do about it? Because then you're like, well, don't you wish you were out there? Watching your team lose in the playoffs, of course you wish you're out there. But you aren't. And you're, it's so like, that makes sense to me. Him being like, wish I could have been out there. Awesome. A team doctor being like, you can't. And the team being like, he can't. Awesome. So all, I know the reports are that this deepened tensions with the team. But, like, uh, uh, that feels like a healthy tension of, like, uh, you want guys who want to fight to be out there, but you also want to be like, here's the evidence and the reasons why you can't be, and when you can be, hold on to this energy and bring it out there and come back from this, you know? That's why we play a series, not one game. So, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm conservative when it comes to athlete health, but, like, don't go messing up your knee. Don't go out there early just so that you can he, he said that he had no pain sure but i i think 
you know it's it's always that no like, pain doesn't necessarily mean no and problem. i don't understand it the doctor's which is why there I'm not to make doctor. sure you don't do harm to yourself because yeah. you don't i mean it would be weird if a team doctor who i assume is paid by the team if not by the nba uh, would it, you'd have to go into some real deep conspiracies as to why they'd want to keep Donovan Mitchell out of the game. They don't not want him to play. Yeah. I don't think they want to lose him for the series. I think they would like to save him. To, it's safe to save him. It'd be one thing if, like, if he didn't play in this game, he doesn't collect a bonus or baseball where you need so much time. But, like This one clearly just seems like the team is just looking out for the overall safety and realizing that, one game isn't worth the possibility of a re-injury and it worse. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Yeah, I don't... I, but also, you know, hope he's doing okay. Get well, Donovan. Uh, I know you're listening. I said knee. I think it's his ankle. It's his ankle, right? It's below his waist. Yeah, it's okay. somewhere on the leg, right? It's somewhere between 1 and 20. <laughs> it's somewhere seasons. between the toes and his head, so it's, you know, it's yeah. somewhere. Just in that general area. Sports, the podcast yeah. that lets you know the general area where facts can be found. <laughs> Just search around here in this, in this radius. Um, what else happened in games? The, uh, the, the Mavs are up on the Clippers one game. Remember yeah, when Luke, Kawhi was the Luke. best player in the NBA, everybody said? Playoff P. Uh, the Trailblazers are up on the Nuggets, but they can come back. Nuggets are resilient and delicious. I had them for dinner last night. It's right. What kind? Did that. McDonald's nuggets. I had McDonald's last night. Are they having delicious. a um, a short? Are they having a sauce shortage like Chick Fil A? I don't Wait, think so. What's up? Chick Fil A is like having a, a sauce shortage, and so they're only like limiting you to, to like my, one. They should go to my dra- my drawer at my desk at the seaport. I got plenty. I got are a you hoarding catalog. them? Yeah, I got a, a whole inventory in there. When I saw nice. that, I was like, I just hope that McDonald's doesn't, because then Katie could be in a world of hurt if no, McDonald's has a... No, I got backed a... up. I got a stockpile of sweet and sour. Okay. Just I do checking. that with... I keep um... that sweet and sour on deck. No, I do the same thing, but I also do the same thing with Taco Bell sauces, because every time I order Taco Dan Bell, they always so... load them. Yeah, Dan gets so many hot sauces when we get Taco Bell, and then they stay on the table for two weeks, and then I throw them away. No. He doesn't use them. No, I say them. Put them in a Ziploc bag. Oh, well, if he doesn't use them, then I get it. Okay, but, but then yeah, I every time them. I throw them away, we order again, usually because it's been two weeks, and then they forget to include them. And then he's like, Can you have those sauces <laughs> kicking around? And I'm like, No. Like, no, don't know where they went. The, 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 but the like McDonald's sauces are like stackable little bricks. You can put them in your fridge. Like Legos. The, I'm not going to keep a drawer of hot sauce. We have two types of hot sauce in the house. Why do you also need. Because it just hits different. This is falling on deaf ears because I'm not a spicy person, and I know spicy people are very particular about their spicy stuff. But it's just like he doesn't use them; they just sit there like ketchup packets. And it's like, what are we doing with this? We don't need this. This is wasteful. This does not bring me. This does not spark joy. Um, basketball analysis: The Suns are up on the Lakers. The Lakers lost to the Suns. They got in though. They played in. The redemption tournament. They played in. LeBron can see again. He's seen three hoops. I was expecting goggles for this game. I saw a TikTok earlier this afternoon. It was like (laughs) LeBron was on the ground for 80 seconds after getting his eye poked. 
Joe Burrow was on the ground for 74 seconds after getting his knee blown off and uh, Mets player after getting hit in the face was down for 36 seconds. These memes are always so stupid. I mean, toughness. It, it, <laughs> I've stubbed my toe and it's hurt more than times that I've, you know, sprained my ankle. It, it You know, things are different and they hit different. Can but I like, a little side note really quick? Yeah, something funny's happening. What's your boyfriend doing? My boyfriend's so nervous that he's going to make noise and that you guys will hear him that he opened up the freezer and is dropping singular ice cubes into <laughs> his cup so that it doesn't make noise. Thank I respect you, that. If he puts the liquid in first. I... Yeah, well. You know, that, that, that's a effort. whole other thing. That's a whole other Meanwhile, thing. Meanwhile, mine kicked a door down and was like, did you drink this milk? Did you open the milk? <laughs> did you drink this milk? <laughs> They sold me open milk. <laughs> Anywho, he's done now. Okay, back to what you're saying. What was it? I to, there was something weird to me about LeBron, that shot where he got poked in the eye, it, hitting a, an incredible almost half court. It was closer to the half court line than the 34 feet. Line. Yeah. Hitting a 34 foot shot and going, I can't see anything right afterwards. Yeah, like, right. Okay, but you hit it. But so, you still made like, it. Like, do that if you shoot an air ball. But if you hit it, don't tell me you can't see anything. Don't and one pain. Yeah, if, if it's an embarrassing shot, then you can turn around and say, yes, I don't know, be like, I, I got genuinely, poked in the I eye. can't see yeah. anything. But, if but don't, you don't cosplay it. as a person who can't see anything. I, even if you can't, just be like, that's right. Don't be like, and I'm blind. It's like, okay, then play blind all the time. What are you doing? Because that was an incredible shot that went in. Wear a blindfold next week. That'd be a bold move. Taking a sip of my dunk. Well, bleep. Don't let. I didn't finish it, so that can stay. They could sponsor this podcast if they want to. What a brilliant idea that would be. Um, I mean, you, you're from Boston. Everyone knows what kind of coffee you drink. Let's. I don't. I. I resent that. <laughs> I can drink a fancy coffee. I just remembered something I wanted to tell you guys in friendly banter that I didn't tell you. When should I tell you? At the end of the podcast. I mean, now, now seems like a great time. No, this is such a random forget. place to. I hung out with Jacoby this week. What? Him and his kids How came to. How did you forget to... this? Wait, what? Because I talked about all the other important things, like you problems said you didn't with do ads. Anything. I know. I'm such a liar. I don't think it was on the weekend. No, it was on. It was last week. It was on a, t- a Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. Him and his kids were here, and he texted me and was like, do you want to come hang out? And I brought Myrtle, and it was so lovely. Myrtle loves people so much. Um, That was really fun. Okay. um, Also, the the, that's it. Those are all the basketballs, right? We're not missing any of the basketballs? I think that's all of them. The NBA is also talking about adding a mid-season tournament now. The report came from Woj, which means that it, Adam Silver was like, puts out, right? That's, That's how that works. I, I'm like, pretty Tell sure. people that this is a thing we want to do uh, because the pr- strongest proponent of this idea is Adam Silver. Um, but the, the argument is that the popularity of the play-in game Though I did find people struggling to understand how it worked. Once you understood it, it was like, oh, that's interesting and, and basic and makes it sense. It was really sense. simple. Yeah, it was really simple. It was almost so simple that people were like, I'm sorry, what is this? What's uh, the catch? Yeah. So the that popularity of that and that concept is now like, okay, let's pl- spin that forward into a, what is it, mid-season tournament uh, yeah. that will happen at, you know, at the, the middle of the season. The, yeah, that's how that usually works. <laughs> Um, and so that they want to try to do that. They would need the, the NBPA. I always want to say NBAPA. That's on me. I'm working through it. But the NBPA uh, to, to agree to it. They would also need a two-thirds majority of the 30 teams 
uh, and then they could they could start exploring the idea again with teams and the MBPA as soon as this year. So it's they could not consider it for the 2021 season. I was like, wait, isn't that now? But I get what it's it's the next. I mean, it was a little confusing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it's I love the idea. I don't hate it. Like, I know some people are like, well, they're not going to try. Like, players aren't going to care. And I'm like, well, one, you incentivize it. Two, I go, the second that a team wins the midseason and the NBA Finals, then it creates that, oh, I want to win both. Yeah. I could see and that's that. that's how, like, in soccer. But I could, I mean, look, in basketball, they're already, you know, there's a lot of limit, like, minutes restrictions. There's a lot of resting your starters. I know they've made that something they can penalize. Doesn't mean it, it's been eradicated. So it does feel like of all this, like, where are you going to fit it? I will tell you this, though. I will watch more NBA games if there is a midseason tournament because now I, as a non-fan, I don't watch the NBA hardly ever. Um, this would give me something to watch and to a reason to tune in. Um, yeah. Not, not going to lie, I probably wouldn't tune in until, like, the fourth quarter of games because the one thing I hate with NBA is – I don't need music playing in the background during games and they play it at the arenas and I, I hate it. Oh, I love it. I don't I, mind I, it. Yeah. I don't mind I love it. it. It's such a different vibe. I grew up in hockey rinks where it's just like either an organ or <laughs> you get a little bit of music, but never it stops as soon as the puck drops. Yeah. I don't but like I don't I, need in to basketball. Hear I love that. Oh my God. I love it. I love when yeah, they're like I don't on the it. court and music is playing and I'm like, this feels like a party. Because it's almost like, you know, like um, walkout songs. And then it's like right when it gets good, they cut it off. So yeah. I, I don't mind it. I think it's fun. Travis, what do you got against music, dude? I Is just, it because no sport has adopted country music properly? Um, They really don't ever. I guess maybe football might play some. But it just doesn't really translate into sports music. But it's not even that. Like, because even when I was younger and like, it, I just have never enjoyed. Like, I like college basketball better because that's one of the reasons. You just like the squeaking of sneakers on a court? I and just want to hear the broadcast and the fans. Like yeah. the NBA bubble didn't have music last year, and it was amazing. Huh. It's not a, it's a surprising take from you. I thought you loved music. Keep you on your toes, Katie. You always do. I do love music. Um, this is a story that I just put in here, but I didn't read. But I just wanted everyone to know that CJ McCollum and Carmelo <laughs> Anthony love candles. I just saw that, and, and okay. Me yeah. too. This is something I came across that I was like, this feels right up our alley. Um, the article's called It's Lit. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> I see what they did there. Yeah, from the NBA. It's on NBA.com. Uh, reporter's name is Casey Holdall. Uh, but that they, that CJ McCollum, friend of the show, um, it, it's, it likes to, to smell a candle. And I'm into that. I love candles. It's also... It's also watching the hands, Handmaid's Tale. I abandoned that after the second season. I think it was. I, mean, heavy. I stuck through. I'm still it was heavy. It you is. Are, really is it good? Heavy. Should I get back into it? It was so heavy. Um, Not till uh, you finish Blow Deck. No, I honestly, I'm, I'm going to give you my honest take. I don't think you should hop back into it. It kind of makes Ooh, me wow. feel just sad and depressed after every episode. Yeah, what's that feel like? like? You know what though? Sometimes sad and depressed stuff makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, but so so same. However. It, it just depends because sometimes like when I'm in like one of those moods where I'm like everything sucks so I'm going to watch something that's going to just justify the fact that everything sucks um, but I don't know for some reason this show for whatever reason I when it's over I'm like mm, 
I don't feel good. Oh, that stinks. But it's a great show, and shout out oh, to everybody. It's fantastic, it. like acting. the it, The writing is incredible. It just makes me feel sad. Too sad. Travis can't relate. But is anybody um, anti candles? Like, yeah. Um, I think you just. I do. There's just some that that like them more but i feel like i w- i wish i could find a scent i enjoyed more i bought you know how they make this is a ugh. you know how they make expensive ones now have you yes. have either there's of like you interacted with candles. the luxury candle market mm-hmm. i actually are, bought one yeah like there's di- what's diptyque is that how you say that the the place that's like a very fancy candle place and there target or scents <laughs> yeah that <laughs> like i always buy candles at target and stuff but now i'm like oh let me see if i'm like i could be living this you know upgrade one little portion of my life and so i got one of those expensive brands did like a sampler platter essentially of all their different scents you could buy the little candles pick the oh, like a flight of like, candles like, like a, yeah. yeah and then you could go buy spend the 80 something dollars on the on the, on nice the big one. thing yeah and uh and i i didn't love any of the scents enough to be like hell yeah i want to find my scent and buy the candle that I love. My friend Jennifer. That's what I do. Paris, has her scent that she like. There's a perfume she likes, and they make a candle of it. And oh. so, just every few weeks, she's like, "Time to go buy three more candles." And I'm like, "I wish I had that." I, I buy the same the same candles like eucalyptus and question. What? Why do some candles have like three wicks? Like, what's the? Oh, I think okay. To to burn more evenly because otherwise you get all that wax on the side of the candle. I bought like a jumbo one. It's like this big. Like yeah. Well, I mean, the listeners can't hear how big it is, but it's yeah, big. It's big. Um, it's like an appetizer plate. Yes, exactly. And it has three wicks. And because if you just had one in the middle, it would just make like a, like a, like a sinkhole. Crater. Yeah, like yeah, in the middle of the candle. candle. Sink- Interesting. Learn something new every day. Yeah. That, Thank oh, you. It seemed like you could You're have welcome. there on your own. Also, uh, crackling wicks. Those were cool for a second, but boy, do those bother me. No, those scare me. Like there, it's neat when you're not doing anything else, but when you're watching TV and every few seconds it's like, yeah. you're like, okay, all right, stop, like, stop hitting done. on me, candle, stop trying to get my attention on the street, stop catcalling me. Like, What's up? We doing this? I love um, candles. Yeah, apparently CJ McCollum traveled with four candles to denver in order to have oh, distinct scent profiles in different parts of his suite okay if your hotel room is big enough for you to have four different scent profiles uh, yeah what do we doing? can't relate it's I think like that's too the, much the bathroom's usually got a scent profile no uh, i don't travis i disagree i don't think it's too much i think that it's excessive that he needs to bring four candles to a hotel suite however um, I have different scents for different rooms. Like in my living room um, kitchen area, I have a specific scent that I deem the communal living room scent. And what then I have it? one for, please hold. Okay. I'm going to go get the candle. I'm trying, I'm looking at what mine is. I think it's Ocean Breeze. It's called Calm and Serene Deep Ocean. What the hell does Calm and Serene smell like? Deep Ocean is not Calm and Serene. It's mine's Life's, Life's a Breeze. Delish. Life's a Breeze. What does Life's a Breeze smell like? Uh, it's just a nice, like, kind of, uh, spring, a little, you know, air blowing in, just kind of water coming in. Water coming in? in? I don't think water. You got a leak, Travis? (laughs) You got a leak? Is your apartment No, the water, like, being blown, like, if you're, like, by, if you're by the ocean. Yeah, but like if you had your these, windows I'm starting open, to wonder kind of... how much these things actually smell like that, or they smell like the idea we've associated with that scent. 
Because there is no candle yes, that smells like when you open your window after a fresh rain. Because it's not necessarily a great smell, but it's a great smell because it's like, ooh, it reminds me of this feeling. But like if you made a candle that smelled like that, it would smell kind of musty. Yeah. You know? No, I, but I get it. Now we've associated the sweetness to the smell of rain, and you're like, well, not really. Well, that's why I most candles. I take like this specific scent. I don't. I don't think this smells like the deep ocean. I've never. Well, I've never I don't smelled think we can, the deep we can't, ocean. We can't breathe in down there. Honestly. Yeah. So, no so I really, like. I, I'm a little skeptical, but I love this scent, and I don't, I don't like fruity candles. So I need like, like this type of candle. I, I want to say me and Travis have the same, like similar smelling candles because it, I don't like fruity candles. Yeah, I don't want something that's over it. I just want a nice, gentle, like. Yeah, I just fragrance. want it to smell fresh and yeah. clean. But I also yeah. I have a different scent for like the bathroom too. Like my bathroom is more like men's cologne almost because I oh, want it nice. to like kill the smell of anything, you know. Mm. Yeah. You so anyway, that. that's uh, it's my candles. I've been having a dream, a recurring dream lately that I just remembered that I can breathe underwater. I gotta Google that, figure out what that means. I never That'd Google cool. any of my dreams. Oh, I have. I've got, I mean, usually it can get dreams. you, if there's a general consensus on what it means, it can actually help you, like, stop having that dream. It but I love my dreams. It's starting to bug you how often you have it. Yeah, but I had one, I was having one a lot where I had uh, gum, like a huge wad of gum in my mouth. And anytime I tried to talk or, like, take the gum out, it, like, was so never, it was like a clown pulling a flag oh, out yeah, of its yeah, pocket. Yeah. Where it's just like, hold on, let me just get this all right. And mouth. then it's like you're panicking because you're like trying to get it all out yeah. of your mouth. Yeah. And I Googled it because I was like, why in the world? And it was like, you feel like you want to say something, but you can't. And I was like, oh. But you have a let podcast. Me, let me apply that to my life. And then it helped me. So now I don't have that dream anymore. <laughs> no, I so do I the same thing. I Google dreams. I had, I have self-diagnosed night terrors, like um, sleep paralysis. And I've never like That's went, I've never, I've never talked to like a professional about it. I really kind of want to though. But I am, um, for the last like four years, I have the exact same type of like nightmare where it's like my, I wake up and everything in the room is exactly the way I left it when I went to sleep and someone is breaking into my house. And it's huh. just the same type of nightmare. But it, I, and I thought that it was situational, like when I was living by myself in Nashville or when I had just moved to LA, I was like, oh, maybe it's just an adjustment period. But it's followed me everywhere I live. I have this same nightmare. And I don't, and I, I've Googled it and it says that there's, you have some sort of like unrest with like relationships or something in your life, but that's not always the case. So I don't know yeah, if that's you can, true. Like, if you just keep an idea vaguely in the back of your mind and then start like mulling it over and looking at it from different angles, you can be like, oh, that's what it means. It's my yeah. relationship with food. It's like you don't. Yeah. It's like yeah, sometimes yeah. you're thinking too much about like your friendships and then you. Yeah. Because like that's what I, I when I said relationship, I was like, well, my relationships are fine. Like my yeah. relationship with my friends and my boyfriend and my parents, everything's fine. So I was like, that can't be it. Breathing underwater this person can easily dive into the deeper layers of consciousness and feel great being in such a state. Feels like huh. a compliment, so I'm not going to keep reading any further to what the bad part of that is. That sounds is. like a good thing. Yeah, Christina, I'm good. happy that you said nightmare because one of my pet peeves when people are like, I had a bad dream. I'm like, you, you had a nightmare. I say that. I say like, that. No, I, yeah, I, I've, well, I would classify mine as like terrors because I wake up terrified. 
I used to have a thing. I haven't had it in a while, but that means it's probably coming back where I would wake up and there was a spider on me and I would be freaking out about a bug or a spider that I saw crawling. Like I literally, I look down, I see it on me. I freak out. I turn the lights on. I am searching the apartment. And then usually over the course of the next five minutes, it slowly dawns on me that I was asleep. Nothing happened. And I have to just get back in my bed. And I think I did it (sighs) once with Dan and Dan was like, what's this? And I was like, oh, I know what this is. What's happening? This is not not real but it's it five seconds ago was couldn't have been more real to me so i no, deeply oh my God, apologize no, the, the same the bed thing was covered to in ants and i've oh, I convinced ugh, myself ugh. that they're nope, hiding nope, nope, under nope, the nope. bed and we have to find them but clearly now the physics makes no sense the ants could not have all disappeared that quickly and i'm realizing I'm, uh, i was asleep it's yep. i'm very sorry that it's four in the morning and we're all awake now anyway that's so that's the basketball in the nhl uh the avalanche swept the blues so they're done. I'm going to take a sip of this coffee. I could have probably done that before. Mm-hmm. Everybody take a sip of whatever they're drinking. That's right. Uh, this is sip time. And the for you two at home listening, take a sip. It's good you to know? hydrate. That's right. I don't think coffee necessarily, but it doesn't it matter. It actually dehydrates, but it's fine. We're fine. The avalanche will move on to play. You keep that kind of information to yourself from here on out. All right. I don't need to. I saw something <laughs> the other day that was like coconut water cold brew and it's made with cold coconut water. So it rehydrates you. I'm like, I don't think that's mm-hmm. how that works, but science. <laughs> um, the avalanche will go on to play. Did I already say this? The Knights or the wild. Uh, the golden Knights are up in that series three one. I don't Do they play tonight. Who, who cares? The uh, Maple Leafs and the Canadians, that series is only two games in. They're tied 1-1. All the these Jets, standings as of Monday afternoon, by the way, people. That's right. These are probably different by the time you're listening to this. Sports, we'll direct you to the general area of facts or give you facts that were true three days ago. Sports, Google it while you listen. Sports, we're just here to talk about our dreams. Sports, uh, 1 to 20. <laughs> sports, the question mark it was, a, was a warning. The question mark, let, we did not let you know. The Penguins, as of right now, are tied in that series against the Islanders, 2-2. That's been a good series. The winner of that will play the Bruins, who beat the Caps 4-1. They lost that first game, and then they listened. God bless. They scored some goals, and they wrapped that thing up four in a row. So, ooh, ooh, to that. And a big sorry to Zdeno Chara. Um, The Hurricanes and the Predators, that series is tied 2-2. Be like, didn't I see a story about the Hurricanes coach, Brenda Moore? He was like blaming the refs. I know that the, the Canes weren't getting any calls and the Preds are getting them all. I know that the Lightning coach, I think, was upset, but I mean, it probably would Google this, people. You'll find out. Yeah, I mean, Travis, that wasn't even the Lightning are up 3 1 in the Panthers. What's he upset about? The, the officiating. Yeah. Well, Coaches are always upset I mean, about welcome something. Welcome to the NHL where you yeah. hate the refs. It's a tough job. The, uh, this is going to be me exposing that I don't necessarily know the intricacies of a rule, but the um, the uh, Caps pulled their goalie last night in that game, and there was a stick on the ice, and like the puck was out of the zone for a while, and then when the Bruins brought it back into their zone, the stick was still on the ice. Aren't the refs supposed to pick that up? I was like, what are we doing? And it was kind of obstructing the net in a way that I'm like, what if I were the goalie and I were getting pulled, I would just leave my stick in front of the net. Drop your mask. Yeah, your so if they try to shoot it from the, just like, yeah, have a whole yard sale I out there. Sometimes they clean it up, but I've seen in other games where they kind of just. I just feel like get it out of the way. If the puck is not in that zone and the other team has an extra man on the ice, probably ideally ensuring that the puck's not going to out of nowhere come into the other zone, just clear the stick out of the way. I don't know. No. Me. 
That's my complaint with the refs. Clean How up old the were ice. you when you first yelled, get off, get off your knees, ref, you're blowing the game? Because I would say I was probably seven. I was young. Yeah. If that's one of those first insults where you're like, that sounds fun. I want to say that. I don't think I've ever said that phrase. Travis, that's you've got that on a t-shirt. That phrase is your entire personality. I don't. I think I've said other things, but you respect <laughs> refs deeply? No. But I haven't said that phrase. All right. Well, you're not one of the cool kids. Um mm. so yeah, the Bruins won. Shout out to them for doing that. Uh people love this. People love this story. I've seen this story everywhere. <laughs> I, I don't understand the fascination, but Taylor Lewan was uh, chugging beer at a at a game. He at drinks the beer. Preds game. He drinks beer. <laughs> uh, in 2018, he drank beer, and um, that time he did it out of a dead catfish. That's <laughs> horrific. I, I mean, mean, come on. It's not Sushi. like it was properly refrigerated. Unless he did it in the first period and came straight from the market. Um, but so I wouldn't recommend that on like a bacteria tip, you know? I don't think there's enough alcohol in beer to kill that. I mean, he's but still again, here I'm with us today. So, sure. I mean, but he, so he did that in 2018. People loved it. And then this time he stone colded some beers and then ripped his shirt off. And then mm-hmm. drank some more and poured it. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing when people are like, oh, he chugged a beer. It's like, yeah, he took two sips and the rest of it's on his chest. Which, uh, shout out to his daughter. She kind of said that. They had, he, had a, he tweeted that he had a long car ride home of Wynn, his daughter, telling me it, quote, wasn't nice to get her and mommy wet. <laughs> uh, which is like, you know what? It wasn't nice. It wasn't nice to... To Wynn's defense, take a step back, Taylor, or let them know, like, hey, things about to get a little weird. Why don't you grab our daughter and <laughs> i'm about to get weird like, take the daughter elsewhere yeah, in her. a different in a different light this headline is like taylor luan soaks his daughter in beer it's like i don't know what because are we doing? i have stone cold i would say a couple dozen times probably in i've my done life. it three times i can remember all oh, i've of done specifically. it specifically i mean i've done it multiple like back-to-back days and i stuff have like. it now i feel left out should i do it mm-mm, mm-mm. yes you should it does, it's a waste of beer. That's two it's beers. It's a waste of beer. It's two beers. You don't waste two beers. It's amazing, though. It's fun. I come from a town where when you would go to a party, you would wear a backpack with all your beers in it because you don't want other people to take your beers. <laughs> Me too. I had a yeah. book bag uh, cooler. Yeah. Because you were just like, don't, if I put these in the fridge, you should be gone do it though, in three Christina. seconds. Because so many yeah, people I feel show left up to parties now. and don't drink beers. But yeah, we can I would recommend, though. Send, we'll have you do it on video for the podcast. We'll put it I, I would recommend. Yeah, that'll be fun. Do it when. You're like at a pool or beach, so then you can just get in the water, and so you're not just like sticky. Yeah. Oh, good thing summer is here. Man, I'll the do it now. Smell of old beer. They had, somebody had a party here a couple weeks ago, and I walked down the hallway of the apartment and was like, "Oh, Ugh. it smells like a party." We're just like beer was in a carpet, and now that carpet's been sitting out, and now it's just it, oh, it's like yeah, yeasty. It's a yeasty scent. I kind of want to go pound some right now. I'm gonna get yelled at for saying yeasty. Uh, more news in a second. Today's podcast is also brought to you by BetterHelp. So, Travis, how would you like me to tell the people about BetterHelp? As if you're in a public speaking class giving your first speech and you're really nervous. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <clears throat> Should I just start whenever? Okay. Um, I'll start the timer whenever you start. Okay. <clears throat> so just go now? 
whenever you want to. Okay. Commercial support for this podcast is provided by BetterHelp. If you are struggling with relationships or having difficulty sleeping or difficulty meeting your goals, uh, if you're feeling anxious or stressed, BetterHelp counselors can listen and <clears throat> and help. BetterHelp assessed, uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and and match you with your own licensed professional. It's not a it's not a crisis line per se. It's um it's not self help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Um, uh, sorry, that's these cards are in the wrong order. It's okay. Uh, okay, here we go. Therapists have a broad range of expertise that may not be locally available in your in your area. The service is available for clients uh, worldwide. Log in to your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You can share. Uh, you can. Um, uh, you can schedule, sorry, you can schedule weekly video, got it, uh, weekly video, phone, or even live chat sessions. Uh, BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they they make, they make uh, it easy and free, easy and free to change counselors if needed, if that's what you need. It's, uh, it's more... It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're actually, um, they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 Please speak states. up. What? Please speak up. Oh, can you not hear, can you hear me now? Is this I good? I seen you enunciate. Okay, sorry. Where was I? Um, so, you know, in conclusion, uh, our listeners get 10% off of their first month of online therapy at uh, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com. That's a website uh, slash Nolan. Uh, that's betterhelp.com slash Nolan. Thank you so much. Nobody would clap. Nobody would clap for that. Man, pretending to be nervous, I my I got shaky because I was like so nervous. make you nervous. I made myself nervous. I think that's called acting. Uh, Phil Mickelson was not nervous, but sure he was wasn't. fifty. He is fifty still, <laughs> and he won the PGA Championship. It was like a four hundred to one odds. Is that wrong? Mm, I, I saw anywhere from like two hundred to two eighty. I think it was two hundred. I think I just doubled it because it's a better story. Don't let the facts get in the way of good news. 500 Somewhere to one. between 500 and 201 odds. No, somewhere between 1 and 500. Yeah, it was bad odds, but he did it. The oldest person to win a major. It, the tiny asterisk is like, it's golf. <laughs> golf is walking. You can do it at any age. You can do it athletically, and I think it takes a, a skill, a skill that I will be honest, I don't have. So I'm not unimpressed by it. You know, it's just like people retire to go play golf a lot. So it's like, a, you know, it's less of a, is this mean? Am I being mean? I don't think no, so. You're poo -pooing if it. you're 40 and you're a professional quarterback in the NFL winning Super Bowls, I'm more impressed, I think, than if you're 50 and you golf. I don't think is that, that mean? that's mean it's because my 79-year-old grandfather still plays I, golf. But look, so, I, like, I think I like Phil Did Mickelson. he win the PGA Championship? I like sure Phil didn't. Mickelson, right? What's that? I like him. He's not problematic. I like him. I don't know. I think he's a nice guy, right? Yeah. 
he seems a fun. he made a joke about somebody asked him about the odds like would you have put money on yourself to win knowing the odds were this long after he won and he was like well you'd have to ask that somebody else i'm not a betting man and it was which is like, a, pa, a, pa, ha, ha, well that's pa, a lie too yeah i know obviously uh but i think I, it made me laugh I don't know. It's just weird to wear a hat for a marketing firm. That's my only gripe with Phil Mickelson. <laughs> like, you rep KPMG so hard that it's like they they don't have products I can buy. What do, Listen, if someone's willing to pay you. I used to sell people who worked at KPMG uh, discounted memberships at Equinox. They don't need it, anything from me. At a certain point, though, does it really matter? Like, does what matter? What, what's on his hat? I guess yeah. it's better than a plain black hat or like a. If they're going to pay you to wear an NFL hat to a game, if they're going to pay you to wear it. Yeah, I guess so, but it's just like KPMG. If I was a golfer, though, I wouldn't wear a hat all the time because then you have a massive pale forehead, mm. and the mm. rest of your body is. Do men care about that? Because I see you guys walking around rocking sunglass tan lines all the time with no shame. And I'm like, you know, you could take those off when you tan. I care. Like, I'll be if I'm outside by the pool, like, I'll take them off a little bit just to, like, get some sun on those spots so you're not having raccoon eyes. Well, do you also, do you burn easily or do you tan? Oh, I tan. Oh, you yeah, seem be- like a guy who burns very easily. Yeah. Huh? It's, it's, you just seem like somebody who would burn very easily. No, I can't, like... No. Give me like three days and I'm... Man, I used to get so tan. I miss it. Now whenever I appear on anything, people are like, your skin is milky. I'm like, oh, gross. <laughs> like, don't What's tell up? me that. I gotta go outside. I'm turning into like a fetus. That's the other thing the underwater dream said. If you can, if you're breathing underwater, you're returning to a fetal state. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I think it means I'm a big old soft baby who Probably. burns when you put me in the sun. But Travis, you're not a vampire. You tan very well. Thank you. Okay, I don't. I was just. Oh, I was just okay. sort of reading back your what you said back <laughs> to you. I Correct. wasn't complimenting you, but take it. But all right, why not? Um, there was also like a mob of people behind Phil. It was bedlam. I mean, oh, it there was, bedlam sure is was actually a great word for it. Thanks. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Again, I feel like you're very willing to take compliments today. Oh. You're stealing them right out of my mouth before they're done coming out. Um. Brooks Kepka was annoyed. I would be probably too, because you got to deal with the fans. How do you feel about that? I'm not a, a common golf watcher. I know the the joke is that like it's very, golf is very like oh. I'm la, la, okay la, la. with it, but I wish that they would have like security or they would have been able to get Brooks out of there, or the fans would have at least like avoided him. And he also said like, had I not been injured. I probably wouldn't care, but he just had serious knee surgery. So, like, people coming up to him and bumping him, like, walking is a problem for him right now. So, all these little things. uh, Help me understand his quote, though. He said, I don't think anybody really understands. And I'll just stop him right there and say that, I, yeah, I don't. Because he says, there's five people kind of standing by your knee. You get a little skittish. First of all, there's a there's a lot more than five. But I'm saying he's like people. there's like five people like right next to you. Okay, like, like I don't mind waiting or being in that crowd, but getting my, I don't know. It felt like somebody tried to, I don't know what the deal was, but it's what it is. So be putting wait be putting it in ice today. It feels like expletive right now. He does is he saying somebody bumped him and it hurt him? 
Yes. And so before that, he also said, I'm not Can't sure. Can he just say it then? Well, he, yeah, why did he make right, it sound so cryptic? Before that quote, he says, I'm not sure like what I can say. I don't want to get fined or anything. So he's what being. What would fine him if somebody, if a, if a fan hurt I, him? I think that he didn't want to openly bash the PGA for allowing fans to just take over the fairway. All right. Well, that's okay. Got it. That sounds like a very scared guy. Is the PGA, do they like break ankles? Do they? But this isn't like, this is, I've only <laughs> seen throwing this. you into the Hudson. What, a, what he seems like, you know, I don't mind waiting or being in that crowd, but getting my, I don't know. It feels like somebody tried to, I don't know what the deal was, but you if know, what if someone came is. for his what kneecap, is what is it? Did somebody come at you? Did somebody, what is it? I don't know. If you guys are in a group of people that get to be that close and swarm around Phil Mickelson, have some respect. It's just like this weird, it's like when a kid who was never allowed to sip alcohol goes to college and gets absolutely wasted all the time. And you're like, you got, you got to act responsibly. You were acting, golf fans are so good at acting responsible right up until you're like, hey, we don't have to, we loosened a restriction. And then they're like, Rah! like, hey, we let the rope like, down. Shut and up. they like a went couple, crazy. A couple years ago, this happened with Tiger. Name. And Rory was paired with him, but Rory was able to see it get happening and like was able to get out in front and away for them and like, all right, Tiger, this is all you take care of it. Where Brooks mm. was just stuck in it. How's um how's what's his face? Um sp- sp- Jordan Speeth? Him. How's he doing? Mm. No good. I don't, know. Oh. I don't think he had that good of a, a PJ. I don't hot think he did that well this past weekend, but I mean, a lot of golfers. This was a, a course that was not easy. Yeah, didn't somebody else get eliminated from? I mean, Dustin Johnson had yeah, Dustin awful. Johnson. I was going to say it. I should have just had the confidence to say it. Is I mean, he still with? Paulina? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have two kids. Yeah, sure they're not is. married, oh, but they're still together. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. I didn't know I they had kids. That. I think they have two. I know they have good kids. For them. Good for them. They have between one and 20 kids. Oh, okay. So does Philip Rivers. Um, He's closer to 20 than he is one. Yada, 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 yada. Oh, I have tweets from Christina in here about golf. Uh, Yeah, I didn't put these in here. This is a tweet from the real Christina, not the fake Christina. Yeah, the real me. Serious question for anyone watching golf today. What happens if an alligator eats your ball? I was seriously wondering that. They keep any time that, you know, they're cutting the well, I had no idea because they're cutting to break and yeah, I see alligators shot. roaming around. Do you have to, I would like to see some alligator wrestling, get the ball back. Yeah. I think, Make I think it you happy you Gilmore. A, if you can get the ball back, you don't take the, what is it? It's penalty stroke, right? You don't get, you're not going to get a penalty. I don't believe if the alligator, or if it's even near an alligator, you can take relief and you don't take us. It's not, there's also, not a stroke penalty. Follow up question. If your ball lands next to I don't like think brush, we answering the first one, but keep going. Sure, sure didn't. But there, so there's brush next we next to you, right? To. Yeah. And uh, and there's an alligator sitting in there. Well, do have, I think what, what would, do you do? I think somebody would step in. I think they have an alligator bouncer. I don't know if that's his official title. That's what I would call him. <laughs> but if the NFL can employ a guy whose job is a gator to get back from the line, then I think that they can have people on golf courses gator wrangler. to scare off the gators. Oh, huh. Dan does a Louisiana accent and talks to Myrtle like she's a gator. And it is the funniest. It, it makes me cry laughing every time. He's like, oh, she a big Myrtle gator. It's so <laughs> funny. And I'll like grab her mouth. Oh, my God. That's what's just me the, doing garbage. What's the show where they office. catch the alligators down in Louisiana? Alligator wrestlers? Of is Louisiana. it on TLC? Mm-hmm. Alligator show. 
Swamp people. Swamp folks. Love Shoot them. Elizabeth. People. Oh, Used to watch goodness. all the time. What's that on? Animal Planet? I forget. History Channel? Something. Yeah, History probably. All right. Well, so that's the golf story. But Christina, how were you feeling about the crowd? Because your other tweet. Oh, you said that, that it was giving you major agita, which I've always wondered how Google. we spell it. I've always wondered how we spell it. I thought it was with it. I would have used a T. So I, I, d- I debated and I kind of got nervous. And then I said, you know what? We're going with the, we're going with. Where is that? Is that Yiddish? What is agita? Where does Italian. that come from? Italian. Really? Because I had mm-hmm. never heard it until I moved to Long Island. And then people said it well, so all the time. I grew up thinking that agita was the medical term for like heartburn or like, <laughs> like because my family said it. So like my grandparents said it so I'd often. I've never I was heard like, of it in my life until so Agita has left a lot of people undiagnosed with anxiety disorders because we all yeah. just think it's like a natural thing. To I feel. thought it yeah, was just Italian. like the. I literally thought it was the medical term for like heartburn. And so when I went to college in Kentucky, when I said Ajita, I had what's up? Uh, so it's the Italian American equivalent of a Yiddish word. That's interesting. Huh. Well, oh. that's cool. Oh, but yeah. Oh. So after Mickelson won, it just seemed like when he was when he was like walking like away, it was just mass chaos. And I looked at my boyfriend and said, "I'm uncomfortable." There are yeah. so many people just free oh, rain mean, running at him. A- I watched a UFC, yeah, UFC fight that had full capacity. Was that full capacity, that fight with Chris yeah. Weidman? I think so, And I remember yeah. even just looking at that, I was like, that is too many faces and mouths very close to each other. Yeah, I was just like, like seeing a crowd right now was like, oh, what are they doing? It's making me but, feel like normal again. I love it. Yeah, it's it could be. A well, that's why. So then Travis tweeted at me and said, I love it. it. It's normal. And I said, well, I mean, I'm hyped about it, but also panicked. So it's a weird combo, but I'm I'm dealing with it. Yeah, we're all just going to have to manage that feeling of like, well, there's an awful lot of people in this room with me right now. Breathing here we are. Air. We're breathing in and out together. Then you just have to be like, and that's OK. And we're all fine. (laughs) That's a good speech. Another free locker room speech from me, the coach. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no. Don't let me skip. Simone Biles. Uh, The Olympics are coming up. What is that? This summer? July, I think. And uh, and they're going to be Olympics. And Simone Biles should get you absolutely hyped for the Olympics. Simone Biles has been out here doing things nobody else can do for so long that it's almost like, yeah, all right, she did another thing no one can do. This week, on Saturday, she landed a Yurchenko double pike, and no woman has ever done that in competition before. Men have. Women have never done that. And Simone Biles was like, I'll do that. For anybody who doesn't know, it is a round off onto a springboard, a back handspring onto the vault, and then two backflips in the air. Oh, that doesn't sound hard. I can barely do the first part of that without a bone in my barely body. Barely like, do oh, a I don't think so. I can do a somersault. I, I my neck so, my neck would break if I did a somersault. I mean, the amount of knowledge you have to have of spacing, like if you hit that springboard at the wrong angle, you could hurt yourself or not get the right bounce to complete the thing you have to do. You've got to be on point. Every step of that process, and she landed it, standing up. Incredible. She's incredible. It's just mind-blowing. Complete, utter 
mind-blowing There was something last physics. season about how she completed some sort of a move and they and it was something nobody else could do and there was like a scoring controversy about how they couldn't make it worth more points even though it should have been because it would just be unfair. She's unfair. I love any, I don't care what sport it is, if you can't get fired up about an athlete being unfairly good in their sport, like, that's the thing to watch for. That'll give you a reason to watch. You might not like gymnastics. You might not know what's going on in, in gymnastics. All you need to know is there's a woman out here being unfairly good at it, and that's going to be incredible to watch. An incredible story. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's throwing so her body around in ways she's, I cannot understand. She's nuts, and she's ours. I mean, what a national treasure. Katie Ledecky, too. She's swimming. Uh, she is. I'm hoping that this Olympics from her is going to be nice. You know, she's like the most successful female swimmer ever, I think. You know, whatever. Yeah, Olympics, no. they're coming up. And the Olympics have good storylines. So we'll probably be talking about some of those later. Aaron Rodgers, back to football. Aaron Rodgers didn't show up to OTAs. Um, Shocker. I like how in the Google Doc you have Aaron Rodgers. It's yeah, all- so I typed it on my phone. And for some reason, when I type Aaron, it autocorrects to capitals. It's like I all caps, but that's fine. I don't really have an Aaron in my life huh. uh, that I yell at. But uh, it could be because every time Aaron West tweets so a this is what of happened. his outfit, I yell at him. because You must have been cool. yelling at him during Jeopardy. But, that, but Travis, hmm. I would have to type about it. I bet you did. People. I, but I'm telling you, I didn't. Well, either way, Aaron Rodgers didn't show up to OTAs. <laughs> no surprise to the team because uh, he didn't participate in phase one, which was uh, the last four weeks they've been doing virtual OTAs, I guess, or whatever, meetings. Phase two was in person last week. He didn't go to that. Uh, but in the past, he's usually been a regular participant in the offseason program. So phase three, which includes 10 total days of work spread over four weeks, began on Monday. Um, reporters can't go till tomorrow, Tuesday, today for the listener. Um, or yesterday, if you're listening. The entire off-season program is supposedly voluntary. <laughs> I hate the way we use this word in the NFL, where it's like, didn't show up to a voluntary thing. What does it mean? It's like, well, chose not to. He knew he had a choice and he chose no. And he, he knew that he could either go or not go and he chose not to go right. uh as somebody who often chooses not to go uh he canceled plans it's just is it's very refreshing it's did a, even one can- of my favorite all. pastimes don't did we all did he, he even like, cancel the plans though I'm actually busy yeah he or he was like look i oh, he, i didn't did even RSVP. rsvp yeah i just tentatively said like i'll think about it but i've thought about it and here i am and i'm not gonna go he didn't meet you uh, for drinks after work he went home could it Sorry. mean something sure is it worth yelling about for a few weeks not to me nope not sure to isn't me. Um, the only thing that does matter, I guess, is that his, there are 19 players in the Packers, one of them being Aaron Rodgers, that have an off-season workout bonus. So he has missed enough of it to, he won't get his $500,000 bonus. I mean, if you're Aaron Rodgers, I don't want to say $500,000 doesn't matter to you. I just, it doesn't make as much of a difference. Between him and Shailene, I don't think it's, you know. Yeah. I don't but it think does this add is a some bank weight. breaker. It, it adds a little weight to the decision of like, do I go do this thing I don't really want to do and get $500,000? Or that would also, definitely can persuade volunta- me. Can you call it voluntary if you pay some guys to do it? There's a good question. Hmm. If 19 guys get paid to do it, <laughs> is it voluntary? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Packers also signed two quarterbacks last week. Blake Bortles. I didn't mean to laugh. I smiled. I just smiled out loud. <laughs> and uh, and Kurt Ben Kurt. What? Love that. that. Kurt Ben Kurt. Kurt Ben Kurt. That's great. I'm a big Kurt Ben Kurt fan. From here on out, I'm pulling for him. And it's not that I don't like Aaron Rodgers. It's just I think we got to give Kurt Ben Kurt some looks. <laughs> Kurt Ben Kurt's been Kurt for a while, you know? Sure has. Kurt's going to Kurt. So uh, it, that's that. A thing I forgot to say during hockey last night, uh, uh, David Posternock had a very cute goal in which uh, sometimes he just catches fire, you know, and does cute stuff. He, like, passed the puck through his own feet and then scored. And I I texted the group thread I have with my family, and uh, I just said, like, damn, pasta, with, like, little googly eyes. And I just wanted to share what my mom said back to that. So my brother said, sick move. My mom said, dipsy doodle, with an exclamation. Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) I love that. Dipsy Doodle. That's a good uh, response. My, Dipsy Doodle. My dad didn't. My dad didn't respond until the game was over, and then he wrote, "We win." Like literally the second it ended. I like that. He's just about that's business. a total he's, dad he's business. Move. He didn't want to participate in move. the discourse. But uh, Dipsy Doodle is going to just be the thing I say anytime. I think I found the name, the title of the podcast for this week. Dipsy Doodle with Dipsy an exclamation point. It's very important. That just one or how many? Uh, just one. Just okay. one exclamation point. And you know. It's just fun when you're using that in conjunction when or when discussing someone whose nickname is Pasta because doodle rhymes with noodle. And so uh, I think I'm going to just dipsy doodle noodle is probably going to be showing up on my Twitter account. Keep an eye out for that in the near future. Travis, the Monaco, actually Travis and Christina, because I, don't you F1 sometimes? The Monaco Grand Prix was this weekend. I don't know anything about it. But I'm interested, and I bet some of our listeners are too. So why don't you guys combine for a Monaco Grand Prix update? Doodly do. So Monaco Grand Prix is one of the prestigious races, mostly because it's Monaco. It's just they go out big. It's massive yachts, who's who's. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's a race that there's very few spots that are actually entertaining. It's kind of the buildup the qualifying the start and a pit change that's about the excitement because it's a rather boring race right christina yeah i would say it's it's a rather boring race only because you and correct me if i'm wrong isn't it like the hardest circuit it, to like pass people it's because nearly it's so it's, impossible to pass yeah so it, it like it's so windy the, no because it's so like narrow and it the like the track is is so tiny yeah it's so very, I think that's really cool though. Do you get like cool Oh, it's shots? so cool. Well, that's why that's my, I my love watching it. Because yeah. you're seeing you know, all these yachts and stuff. Yeah, the, my favorite thing about F1 yachts. is because big yachty. Oh, big yachty fan. Not Lil Yachty. I'm a big yachty. <laughs> no, I I love like the scenic views. Like they really like hype up where these like races are held. It's really cool. But also I love the way, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, I do not watch NASCAR. But with F1, they show you like the really cool, like basically from the driver's point of view. And it you it looks really cool. Like when they're going around all these twists and turns, to me, it looks very video gamey and I like it. 
like video gamey in the best way possible. Whereas NASCAR is just, you're just watching him go around and around no, and around. NASCAR has cool it's angles too, but I know what you're saying. Um, I feel like if you're super into racing sports, comparing NASCAR to F1, you're like, yeah, I don't even do that. It's like two different. Oh things. yeah. And I'm sure that everybody who like actually watches both are like, what are you doing? But as someone who doesn't watch yeah. either one intently, um, I think that F1 is just more visually pleasing. So in the qualifying, uh, Ferrari's Charles Leclerc, he was first and then had a massive wreck to where they had to end the qualifying. So he ends it as P1. So he's going to be on the pole, but they're, you know, they're kind of doing tests on his gearbox to see if things are going to work or not. And then right- I know these are all technical terms, but saying he ended up on the pole is funny, and then checking on his gearbox also funny. But please keep and going. So then, well, I just love th- how Travis assumes that you know all these terms. He's no, like, yeah, love- when he yes. got up on the pole, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, so then sure. he goes out onto the track for you know like a quick little lap, and they uh, play just a quick the little lap, play his audio, and you can hear him say no, 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 and they bring the car into the pit, and it's so bad that he doesn't even race so the person that was going to start the race is out just like that so all of a sudden the the pre-race i I tweeted or i think someone tweeted at travis because who had tweeted saying that he was watching it or something and someone tweeted at you me and maybe all three of us and said well who do you think is going to win and i thought he was going to win it all because he was positioned number one he was he had the best position to win and so like and their the pre-race that they do is amazing and so he's out. And so then Max Verstappen, who's one of the top drivers, is going to have the lead. And if he can get off the start and hold the lead, it's going to be almost impossible. So the only other drama there was, was Mercedes had a horrible weekend with their qualifying. They couldn't get their tires up to the right temperature. So Lewis Hamilton, who's the best, is starting at seventh. And then Valtteri Bottas was now second. But when he went into the pit, they couldn't get the wheel off one of the tires, the front right. Mm. It was so bad that they had to just, they just, they pulled him from the race. He couldn't do it. Literally. I'm just pulling up an article. They couldn't get it off. They had to send the car back to the factory with the tire still on it, trying to figure out how to get this damn tire off. What? I'm laughing was, at Katie's just like, he had a broken, face, he had a broken slight eyebrow raise. A broken wheel nut. Cool. <laughs> I'm entertained. I'm totally listening. So that was about the extent of the drama. It was a. It is a rather boring race. With yeah, a but few getting little. the tire off is hard. You know. I, w- I would say that one in particular is a relatively boring race. But Travis is right. The lead up is better because there's like, th- aren't there three qualifying races leading up to it the to qual- see like how, how, how you qu- how they do qualifying see- in F1 is where most of the excitement is. I wish like NASCAR would to their what do you version like about of it so they'll have like the first round of qualify like and tournament the top it's basically, it's basically the top just 15 like you advance yeah. and the bottom five will now be you know uh at the bottom and then and then oh. the top 15 and then the top 10 advance so you keep okay. moving on okay and based on obviously based on like your time and everything determines yeah determines you know where your car's positioned for the actual race but it's yeah, not it to the point like where, where your car is positioned is a huge it's oh it's been especially for a race like this where it's so mm-hmm. hard to pass people i mean if you're if, if you're last 
you're probably coming in last. And, if and you so ain't first, now it's last. Max Verstappen True. and Red Bull are in first, and Lewis Hamilton is in second, and Lewis even admitted after the race like it's this year is going to be tough for them to win mercedes is usually just dominated but red bull mm. and max have a uh really fast car this year hmm. haven't red bull and mercedes always um like they're always like top two yeah they're always battling then there's ferrari and mclaren and those two are kind of mm. going at it my boy lando norris mclaren podium p3 <laughs> wait also question um do they always spray each other with champagne oh, yeah. that's that I love. is so cool they i saw that and i was like i love this they're second like up and third there celebrate like just it's a victory spraying each other bombs. oh yeah oh yeah it was awesome it's like I this breaking, is a full-blown party i have breaking sports news oh, my no. dad just sent me my dad and my brother are on their first trip since the pandemic they went golfing somewhere i don't know north carolina they have a hold one hold one my dad said he, he just keeps he's doing dad stuff so he keeps sending me videos that are like first you know best shot of the day and then he just sent me one that says second shot of the second best shot of the day but the image is this and so i think it's going to be my dad chugging something in this fire outfit can we talk about my dad's golf get up what kind of choice he's got is on there? outfit is electric he's got on a neon green like a seahawks green polo solid colored polo and these purple what even is that flowers are those loudmouth shorts I think yeah flowers. absolutely every christmas every birthday he's like give me a loudmouth uh, gift certificate your dad rocks yeah my dad uh loves to party so let's go ahead and together <laughs> i have yet to watch this let's watch this together what a legend oh, he's slamming it Oh, yeah. That's just my did dad he just go Taylor Gator Did he just go Taylor Lewan on us? I mean, no, because he got it Put all Put your in. shirt back on, Mr. Nolan. I just want to know what he's doing with his other hand. <laughs> I like the way he stands up after, like, crushed it. Yeah, like, nailed that. I mean, my dad just looks cool. He's so happy the world's open again and he doesn't have to sit in his house. I mean, what is, he, is that for Oh, balance? look at him. What are we doing? It, the know. way he just did it. that effortlessly. Also, he sent me this. He's wearing a Callaway hat. My dad is the daddest. Um, he's like, how about our golf cart for the day? Oh, what a dad pick. Right? That's awesome. He's the cutest. Can I party I with him? I have him in so long. Yeah, probably. You guys could be best friends. Sometimes he used to listen to this podcast. I think before they were two hours long. There was a time where they weren't, right? I'll let him know that he can listen to it now. Yeah, I don't think he's going to want to. Last thing, to bring back an old segment, go look it up. Uh, there was a video that crossed my timeline this week. Incredibly impressive. This was unreal. Crazy. And it made me think of you because I know you love softball and you get fired up for it. Uh, I'm an idiot. Is this high school? It seems like Bear River doesn't sound like a college. Yeah, it was high school. Yeah, so the center fielder, Olivia Taylor, she plays for Bay, uh, Bear River. She there was a She's the center fielder. Did I say that? She they There was a home run over the fence and the fence is now this must be new because it's not how it was from my when i played they're like these collapsible soft so fences. it's it's at places where they don't have um and thank, they, like, thank god make shift where they don't have an established field yeah but thank god that's what the wall was because this girl went full speed into it flipped over it and still made the catch came like, up with the it ball. looked like she was like hot doing like a high jump over, like yeah it was impressive it, it was incredible and i'm telling you this it, 
for no reason other than I just want you to see it. But if there were to be a secondary agenda, it would be to go look it up and maybe tweet how impressive that is because every reply to that tweet is from a sportsman saying that technically that should be a home run. And it's just like, whether or not that's true, can we talk about how awesome that was? That was such an incredible feat. And to just find a different conversation to have underneath the replies to it, it wasn't even that mean. I'm just being sensitive. It was just like, yeah, okay, maybe you don't like the rule, but whoa. An incredibly impressive catch. She just did a full-blown, like, backflip. Really impressive. And that's yeah. in U Utah. That's wow. That's Utah State Championship it, game, I think. If you're State a softball hater, come at me. Yeah, softball is so fun. It was so fun today watching on SportsCenter. There was a clip from when uh, Ramona Shelburne and Jessica Mendoza played together. I had no idea. Yeah. They're like, there was a play where they ran into each other trying to catch the same ball. It was, uh, there. it's cool. It was really cool to see video of them as as young athletes. Uh, they had, um, so they have a. There's a podcast on ESPN called like Seven Innings Podcast, where it's about softball. But they had them on TV. It was Jessica and I think Holly and someone else, and they were kind of doing like almost like red zone for the softball games. They're just bouncing around the different softball games because there's oh, so many fun. on yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah, that's really fun. I'll check that out. Should put that at the bottom of the podcast. What, are we going to shout out SVP like people don't know who that is? <laughs> is that who it is? Is it SVPod? Yeah, you're smiling. So it is. To find out. <laughs> well, I think we have time for one more voicemail. But before we do that, this podcast, first of all, is sorry that we didn't talk much about sports today. But it's also brought to you by William and Mary. Both of them together. Again, God, can they ever just give a gift separately? It's always from both of us. So, Travis, how do you want me to tell people about William and also Mary? As an overzealous food food vendor at a baseball game. Can you tell Travis typed that one into the doc and was just reading off the script? As an overzealous food vendor at a baseball game. Always yelling. Yeah. Get your business education here. <laughs> Needs to be more than just innovative. Should bring a proven legacy of success. Focus on practical outcomes. Modern hands-on approach. Yep. William and Mary. William and Mary, Mason, Mason School of Business, applies these strengths to provide the foundation necessary to help you succeed. You know you want to succeed. Who wants to succeed? You want some? I can make change. I lost my place. Whether you're seeking online, part-time, traditional, full-time, graduate education, anyone? William and Mary brings the expertise necessary to ensure your success. You need Over success, here. sir. All right. How many you want? Two. Two successes, two yep. business schools. What am I selling? Education. Education coming your way. If you guys can help me out, hand that down. Sir, can you hand that down to him? Thank you. And then if you could just hand me that money. Thank you very much. Let me tell you about this here. If anybody wants some of this here, William & Mary brings expertise necessary to ensure your success. I already said that. Visit wmbusiness.info, eh? To learn about William & Mary's <laughs> MBA, specialized master's programs. Get your education here. <laughs> William and Mary. Dan's live on the radio, so this is not, uh, I got to wrap this up. Uh, William and Mary's Raymond A. Mason School of Business, driven by innovation, defined by progress. Yeah. <laughs> Are they saying here, or is it just like a yeah? I think it's just a yeah. A yeah. yeah. Get your popcorn here. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, voicemail. That's what I was supposed to be doing. Give me a second. <laughs> Let me just pull it up on my phone. Hold on, is the video yeah. of my dad chugging a beer here? Yeah. Hi, Katie, Christina, and Travis. This is Michael from Massachusetts. Uh, a friend of mine recently told me that they ate a pizza 
that was so amazing that it moved them to tears. So I was wondering, you know, something that you've recently experienced that was so incredible that you cried over it. The sillier, the better. All right. Thanks a lot. Love you, mean it. I misread this voicemail. Michael, love you, mean it too. Shout out to Massachusetts. Uh, I thought this was, when's the last time you ate a food that you cried over? That's what I thought. I I got a prepared answer in my head, but we can also go through random things that I've cried over. Um, Twice recently. Twice within the last week and a half. I have, (laughs) once was because I got, uh, once was because in the middle of the day, I don't want to tell this. Why am I admitting this? When I got back from being out with Jacoby, I, it was like middle of the day and I was hungry, but I was like, oh, Dan and I are going to eat dinner in like three hours, but I absolutely need to eat right now. So I got McDonald's and it came so quickly and the fries were so hot. And normally the, my McDonald's delivery, because that's the thing I do enough to say normally, um, it, the fries just are never satisfying. And these were so good. And I was so grateful that I teared up. And then also we were feeling fancy, but like uh, we were feeling fancy, like old school fancy. Like remember when you were younger and you would go to a cheesecake factory and you were like, we are doing it. Yes. Uh, I miss fine dining. And so I was like, look, if we can order McDonald's, then let's order Cheesecake Factory. It feels weird for some reason, but I'm just going to do it. I've done it. We got a whole bunch of appetizers. And then I got this cheesecake that I've always said is my favorite, but it it doesn't jump off. It doesn't jump off the page. It's not the immediately most delicious sounding cheesecake because they have so many elaborate cheesecakes, even though Travis just picked plain white paper. Yeah. Uh, and I got this tuxedo cheesecake. It's my favorite. And I took a bite of it. And I had told Dan to get it too. And he took a bite of it. And we both just were like, oh, it's so good that I, I could only eat a little bit of it. And then I kept, I saved it. And I ate it over the course of five days. And I was so satisfied by that. And so those were my recent food experiences. Random incredible. other experiences that have made me cry. Um, a lot of random stuff. I don't think anything's uh, made me cry recently. Snuggling with Myrtle. Well, Travis, you seem a little di- more difficult to drive to tears. Mine's a very short walk. It's I'm right. I'm basically <laughs> hovering over it at all times. Like I just have to avoid watching like Hardball or Huh? What? Hardball when G Baby dies. It's a sad one. I was like with Chris Matthews. <laughs> Counter raids. Uh yeah. No, I didn't. I the movie. I understand now. Hmm. What food has made me cry recently? Or anything. Oof, if we're going anything. Uh, that was, that I, <laughs> something was so incredible that you cried. Mm. So, okay, I would say this might sound a little pathetic, but I think the last, just like... just cried over fries. Yeah, but I don't think that's I think pathetic. you're okay. I mean, I honestly. I don't think that's pathetic. Um, the entirety of quarantine has been a struggle for me to stay motivated to go to the actual gym, like to Mm. get myself in shape and to actually go and do it. Because for whatever reason, I don't know why, over the last like year and a half, I've noticed changes like myself and I don't feel good about it. I don't feel happy about it. And so I think like quarantine just like absolutely heightened that where I'm Mm. like, I'm at home all the time. I don't feel good in any of the clothes I have. Anything I'm buying online is just not fitting right. And I had a total mental breakdown about how nothing was fitting me right. But then I went to the, I've been going to the actual gym like regularly. And Mm. I recently bought a scale off of Amazon, which I told myself I would never do, but I did it just to see if like what I was 
doing is actually doing anything. And I ended up losing weight. And I literally sat here in my kitchen and just cried to myself because I thought that I was so proud of myself for actually doing it. And I was like, you know what? I can do it. Yeah, it doesn't uh, matter what the scale says as long as it invokes that reaction. Be proud of yourself. No matter what the final, you know, number is, just feel good about you. Yeah, so I think, well, so yeah, I would say uh, experience-wise, that was the latest thing that's brought me to tears. Food-wise, I had some really good raviolis like a month ago that really just, I hadn't had raviolis in a long time, and we went to this Italian restaurant. I think the plural's just ravioli, but it's, you know what, who am I to say? No, it's fine. I I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I don't think it's a ravioli. We're going to roll with that. Maybe, I think one of them might be a raviola or a raviolo even, but I don't think raviolis is... uh, like fishes you know yeah well i'm just gonna keep rolling with it so i had some raviolis speak your truth (laughs) and um we went to this italian restaurant uh with mine and my boyfriend's family because they've recently started meeting each other like we're mixing the same we're we're mixing it up here and um yeah and i ordered raviolis and they it was incredible it brought it like that in front of them did you say i'll have the raviolis oh i did and uh it got a got a little uh, laughter. Um, little. How are the uh, the parents Crushed doing? Hanging out with each other. Oh, our parents get along very well. They're they're like do they the get same along people. well. Do, I was gonna say, do they get along well because they seem like they're both trying to, you know, try, they're you know, it's like a date. It's like the parents are dating. No, so I think their genu- representative. Yeah, or do they think, genuinely seem to be. Connected? Have they been drunk around each other yet? Yes, and I. But I also think that they. Well, because I mean naturally whenever ever but like when we all get together my family likes to drink his family likes to drink it's just gonna happen but um no i think they they genuinely like are the same kind of people so they get along really well which is i mean i'm very happy about that good that's fun it's always that's important because if they didn't then it's like mm. oh I yeah i know that i've ever gotten to that step This is the first time I've gotten to that step. So I was like, like, I've met "Eh." their family. They've met my family. I don't think the families have met ever. No, I've never, I've never, other than like my high school boyfriend because they lived, you know. Yeah. Well, because it's like you can't avoid that. You know what I mean? Like when you're, when you live in the same house as your parents, like in high school, your families are going to meet just because they know each other, just mostly through Little League. When do Christine and I get to meet Dan? When do you get to meet? You haven't met Dan? What do you mean? He comes in here all the time and talks about milk and peeing. What else do you need? You know him. <laughs> you we know, know a lot more about all. him than most. That's, that's Katie's polite yeah. way of saying never. Yeah. I mean, no, you can meet him. You can always meet him. Let's go see if we, we approve stuff. of him, you know. I only uh, protect my him from my friends when I think that they're going to ask him for things. It's like, don't ask him for stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. it. He's a, Unless he's a country singer, I'm not going to ask him for anything. <laughs> well, do I have news for you, Travis? His new country album dropping next week. So really, oof. we'll see if you like it. But yeah, he decided to pivot. You know, comedy's fun, but so's honky tonk. Yeah, Is dipping his toe in a different water. Uh, Travis, when have you cried? Oh wow, good way to not let him off the hook. I was going to. You're yeah, absolutely you're, right, you're Travis. Tell me about it. them tears. Of happiness, happy tears of like, oh my god. When when Ohio State beat Clemson, I think I cried then. Oh my god, oh my god, I could, I should have predicted that. I should have seen that coming. Yeah. 
I happy cry at Myrtle all the time of like, I am just so happy that I have you. She's like, lady, what's up? <laughs> Again, she likes you... salt. She likes the taste of tears. So whenever I cry, she just comes over and licks my face like you said aggressively. This, you said this yesterday. Yeah. She's like, stop repeating yourself. I'm like, or maybe because she likes the salt tears that maybe she's loves when you cry. Maybe. She has started to get, I got really anxious the other day about nothing and she like ran over and jumped up on the couch and laid down on me and i was like oh are you actually an emotional support dog you are the best at this she rules that's my best friend we had so much time together this weekend i took her to the park we saw oscar she kissed oscar on the mouth and i'm like how is oscar doing it's still eating his own poop he comes to the dog Mm. park he lays down in the middle of the dog park so he's not even parking he's not partaking in the park and then a dog poops and then he gets up and he goes over to it tries to oh it's like why do you bring him here what at this point you're you're bring it's like you're taking him to the drive-thru and you can't be mad when he eats the food like you you're bringing him here he's not playing he's just it's a buffet he treats it like a buffet that's well, all right. But, you know, to each his own. And I just realized Oscar's we journey. didn't talk below deck, but I guess we can save it for next week. I'm so deep in, you know, I'm way below the deck. Or and if you don't get a guest this week, we can do it then. Give me three shots. Yeah, I have so I have so much. There's so much to say. What a show. We'll what save an incredible it. Show. It's the juxtaposition of the ultra rich with the with a with a working class. On Save one it. boat. Save it. It's just a beautiful show. That's it for this week's edition of sports. Uh, yeah, as for this week's interview, we don't have anybody yet, so you're either getting a below deck slash dating app special. I don't know. Or I'll get somebody. I'm going to figure it out. Prob- I'm going to try. I'm a hardest. But you know what? We'll make it work either way. Shout out to ZocDoc. Shout out to BetterHelp. And shout out to William and Mary. And to the SV Pod. You know Scott Van Pelt from SportsCenter, but he also has a podcast. Don't we all? Travis produces that podcast. So that is, if you support the SV pod, maybe he'll post a selfie. Don't do this. Don't do, don't sell. Don't, how high of a premium do you think that your selfie carries? People want it. They don't want it badly enough that we have to tell them they have to listen to another podcast. Don't drive our listeners away. Big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later to this podcast before you listen to the SV podcast. SV pod, SVP odd. The nope. SVP odd. SV pod. That's SVP odd. The senior vice president OD. <laughs> uh, or you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read. We love them. Like this one from Please Don't Judge My Name. Love that. <laughs> Sung to the tune of Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. Uh, this is by far my favorite podcast to listen to while I am drunk. The Challenge Update, a show I do not watch, a show we have not updated anybody on in years, uh, hits different after four to five vodka crayons. And I will remind you that vodka crayons and Coors Light are the preferred beverages of the sports podcast. So thank you for sticking on brand. Hopefully you're in like your Simply Safe Home Security protected home while doing an online uh, uh, appointment with better help that you set up through ZocDoc. So I'm wearing a Brooklyn and robe right in front of your uh of your William and Mary diploma. <laughs> with flowers that your boyfriend got you from one of flowers. While listening to sports casting legend Dan Patrick talk about his school <laughs> at at Clear and at, watching at, Becky Sauerbrunn and the United sale. States women national team. That's right, the flame bearers. Mm-hmm. Uh, while th- while downloading that podcast in preparation to listen to it, yeah, so we hope it up. That that's. Do we miss anybody? 
in me undies while wearing underpants, you know, while wearing smaller pants underneath your pants. Mm -hmm. uh, lastly, don't forget that you can always leave us a voicemail at 860-506-5571. If you, um, if you have an interaction with a dating app or like a gripe about dating apps, call and leave it. I don't know if we're going to do this, but it will be worth having and I can download those voicemails and save them for this inevitable special about a, a, a piece of technology I do not interact with. So why do I care so much? It just feels like a fascinating, wherever people gather and have to try to I'm achieve a goal. I'm your expert here, don't worry. Yeah, I'm just fascinated by them. I have so many questions. I saw today that Chris Rock is on Raya and I was like, what? What are we doing? But you know what? Do what you got to do. Live your life. So anyway, if you've got an experience from a dating app, you can leave it on a voicemail. 860-506-5571. I know at this point no one's listening anymore, so I should have said that at the top. But Donovan Mitchell still is. That's right. Say goodbye, Travis. <laughs> goodbye. Say goodbye to Donovan Mitchell ex exclusively. See you, Donovan. Okay, say goodbye, Christina. Goodbye. Bye. Love you. Mean it.